AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Welcome to Drink Champs, a production of The Black Effect and iHeartRadio. He's a legendary Queens rapper. Hey, hey, say greetings, your boy N O R E. He's a Miami hip hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. Drink Chess Motherfucking Podcast. Every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Chess. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hope you should shit be. It's your boy N O R E. What's going on? It's DJ EFN. And this is Military Crazy Wall. Drink chest, yappy hour. Make some noise! And right, and right now, you know, I usually do a big, illustrious, long intro, but what we're gonna do, we, we, we're a little late, so we run, we're run on time, but we're gonna get to it. Right now, when I look at the left, I look at an NBA star, person that was drafted first round. You know what I mean? Um, Went on, had an illustrious career, then came out, 
and then switched it all up after the NBA and invested in cannabis. And from what I believe is the first black-owned cannabis company in California. I'm not sure. We'll get to the, that. Then the, the next brother right here, he worked with Violator Records, Violator Management. I saw him in the office stressed out. I knew him when he had hair. <laughs> he worked with Kanye West. I'm sure Kanye's got a lot to do with the hair. <laughs> Fat Joe, Missy Elliott, anybody you want to you name in the music business, John Monopoly has had a part of it. So in case you don't know what we're talking about, talking about our motherfucking heritage and John motherfucking Monopoly in the motherfucking building. <laughs> so... John, I want to start with you, right? Because yeah. we, we read this article that comes out that says that you're the... Chief Strategy Officer of Village. Okay. Which is uh, Al and Dan are the partner. Uh-huh. <clears throat> they founded Village and Viola. Right. And together, we are the largest black-owned cannabis company. Let's make some noise for that. Yeah. That's what it is? The largest? It's the largest or it's the first? It's not the first. It's the, the largest. largest. Yeah, okay. Largest. So what made you... All right, cool, because you was burning when you was in the league, right? Let's no, keep I wasn't. It I, wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. You weren't burning it down? That's what I'm You're doing reverse snitching right now. That's your story. You stick it to it? Like, all right. So what... All right. All right, cool. You playing. You, 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 you get injured. You know what I mean? They, they prescribe you these, these medications. Right, right. Did, do you, did you ever comply to that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I had a bunch of injuries, so I had wow. like twelve. I had twelve surgeries throughout my career, so I definitely wow. had my fair share of uh, ACL, uh, ACL, back, both my shoulders, my mm. hand. I had a bunch of stuff in my knees, mm. both knees. So, uh, you know, definitely had my fair share of surgery. Definitely had my fair share of prescriptions. Uh-huh. And you know, what's crazy about that is like when they give you prescriptions, they give you like. Endless amounts of prescriptions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they wonder why guys end up, right, you know. The opioid crisis. Yeah, yeah why guys They give you a future lie. Molly Poker set and shit like that? Everything. Okay, you know right, what cool. I'm saying? Like, right, they cool. do whatever you want for the most Legal part. Legal dealing. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and, and a lot of players, you know, suffer from that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They get to the point where they struggle with addiction. Right. And, you know, obviously I've changed that right. perception, you know what I'm saying, in regards to, you know, professional athletes and cannabis use. All right. So you, you wasn't burning in the league? I was not. You was not. So <laughs> to establish that. No, I just want to add, you know. <laughs> I was scared, bro. I'm from Jersey. So, right. like, where I grew up. West Orange, right? right? No, Orange. Orange. Oh, you from the hood. I feel like West Orange is not the hood. West Orange is not the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in West Orange. I know it's not the hood. Yeah, But, yeah, bro. So, Orange, you know what I'm saying? War on drugs. You know, I was born in 80. So, you know, I'm an 80s baby. And I saw, like, kids get, you know, locked up. You know, I've been stopped and frisked because I was always bigger than my age. You know what I'm saying? I looked or whatever. So I was always afraid of weed. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? But when I got to the NBA, you know, getting drafted out of high school, my first training camp, you know, some of the vets called me because they wanted me to make a store run for them. Uh And when I get in the room. It's really like that? They make the rookie go to the store? Oh, bro, you got to do everything, bro. Like newspaper, orange juice. I was too young to get cigars. Okay, I had to get get, like baby wipes and shit. Baby wipes? Yeah, like dumb shit. I'm like, what's wrong with baby wipes? You mad too tall to get baby wipes. Oh, baby, baby, bro, bro, when I walked in the room, bro, a cloud of smoke came out what? the room. And I walk in and they're they blowing it down. I'm just what? looking around and whatever. They like, rookie better not say shit. I'm like, I ain't going to say nothing or whatever. So I run to the store, do what I got to do. Oh, they really do call you a rookie when you're yeah, a rookie? Yeah, they, call right, you, cool. they don't even call you your name, bro. Everybody rookie. So you hear rookie. There's three rookies on three. Everybody turns the same time. You know what I'm saying? That's your name. So, uh, yeah, bro. When next day in practice, dog, they was dogging it in practice, killing, what? not what? tired. So not it didn't nothing. have no effect on bro, me, bro. None, right. bro. No, you know we is cre- weed is creatine. 
<laughs> I don't know if you know that. Way creatine. It's weed. Right. It's creatine. It is. Yeah, it makes you better. Makes we you better for sure. Weatine. God damn it. We should make that up. Weatine. That's a good idea. There we go. New product coming from Iowa. Now, John, now, John, yeah. you had one of the um, greatest opportunities in the world at one point. Like, you was directly working with Chris Lighty and the yeah. Violator. That's right. Like, how did that come about, and how did how did that happen? Um, I was a party promoter in Chicago. Right. And um, with Timbuktu, right? Yeah, Timbuktu. Okay. He would DJ. Timbuk. He would DJ my clubs yeah. back in the rest day. In Dragon peace. Room, Biology mm. Bar, all these clubs. Rest in peace, Timbuktu. Rest, rest in peace, Tim. And um, I became friends with somebody who used to come to my club who was friends with Chris. Right. And they, he, she told Chris about this guy that mm. was throwing parties like he did and mm. managing producers because I was managing Kanye no, and, no and No ID, ID. at the yeah. time. But yeah. there was nobody but at the was time. Nobody. This was 98, you 97. Couldn't, you couldn't sell they beat. You couldn't sell them. <laughs> you, you, you couldn't give a sandwich like a sandwich. <laughs> like, nigga don't want your beat right now. All right, cool, right, cool, right. cool. Okay. So um, mm. me and Chris got cool. Mm. Uh, he would let me take meetings with him and and then he was like, yo, if you ever decide to come to New York, right. you know, I'll give you a shot. And I right. was you know, a, little, a little timid, but, you know, I just, I looked up to him so much. And um, hmm. and Mono, you know, embraced me and Todd Moskowitz. And I got right. cool with James Cruz and the whole right. crew. And right. so that's how I became a violator. And I'm a violator for life, you right. know what I mean, right. to this day. Um, uh, but how different was that, like, you know, going from managing producers and then being a part of a company? Because this company... Is, is yeah. LL Cool J? This is Missy Elliott. This was, this, biggest, is... this was the biggest management company in hip hop. It was, uh, it was culture shock. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because I was, you know, a kid from Chicago trying to figure it out, and then I went to New York, and I all the stars that I had been seeing on television and, right. and trying to be around, I'm now in business with. Right. Must have been so intimidating. I, I was, it was intimidating, yeah. you know now, what I mean? Now, in Violator, me being, uh, having experience in Violator, in Violator, you would be a part of Violator, but then you would be a part of certain people's projects. Yeah. So yeah, whose yeah. projects was you in charge of? Right, so I, I was the head of producer management, so okay. I handled Missy Elliott. So me and Missy did a project together um, for Monica. It was actually Monica's last hit album, wow. and it was like, was so gone and all these records. So I handled Missy Elliott, I handled Seven Aurelius, wow. uh, who was a huge producer for Murder, Inc., which, yeah, ironically. Yeah. He'd he be like incense and shit. Oh, he had a wig yeah, He's weird, he's but weird. He's, <laughs> but he's dope, incredible, yeah, yeah, yeah. incredible, incredible brother. Incredible. Uh, so Havoc from Mob D, wow. uh, who's incredible. We worked with Hav, you know, as recently as right. last year with Ye. With Ye, I've seen and, that. And, um, yep, absolutely, he's family, of course. Mm -hmm. um, so it was Havoc, Missy, and Seven primarily and I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but those are like the main three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was the head of producer management, so right. I was just shopping everybody's beats, trying to keep them and working. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean? make sure our producers were constantly working. Okay, now we got Ace of Spade here. Which one y'all want to open? I I'm want sorry. a water. I can't drink water. Jesus, oh. it's not water, chance. <laughs> it's not water, chance. Which one do you want? Uh? Rose. The rose. All right, cool. I'm gonna let you open that too, sir. Go ahead, goddammit. Yeah, uh, Ace approved. Let's make a noise. <laughs> You want, some, you want some water? I ain't gonna find a water somewhere. Yo, I got, I, like, I think I got a whole bag not, of this bro, shit. <laughs> a whole bag of this. I think you left it. A bag? I like left it. Or a whole, or maybe, I don't know. That's, that's a, so, all right, let's move it on. Let's move it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a hole in, in my um, hallway. So, <laughs> you get out the NBA, and how do you get this opportunity to become involved with cannabis, especially if you're sticking to your story? You didn't, um, you ain't smoking the lead. So what made you start to say, you know what, cannabis is, is my way of life? Well, what happened for me, um, you know, when I was, I went to, I signed in Denver. Mm. 
mm-hmm. for the Denver the Nuggets. Nuggets. And, uh, you know, cannabis was oh, You got to open that, brother. You're, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Champagne etiquette. All right, cool. We ain't know. 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 Champagne etiquette. You got to pop it, baby. My bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. So, yeah, so I so mm-hmm. went to Denver and, um, you know, out there, the, the cannabis uh-huh. programs was uh-huh. kind of just starting or whatever. And uh, my grandmother, 79 years old, I was, story. Her, oh, I was able yeah. to convince her to um, come see me play. Mm-hmm. And normally she would say no because, you know, if she can't drive there, she's not trying to go. But right. for some reason she said yes. Right. Put her on the plane. She got there. Took her bags downstairs. She had me bring a, bill, a bag back up. And as I'm bringing it up, I can hear it shaking. It sounded like a pill bag. So I get it upstairs, put it on the counter. She come upstairs, she open it up, and she takes like 30 pills. Mm. So I just look at her. I'm like, Grandma, why are you taking so much medicine? What's going on? And she was like, I got high blood pressure, diabetes, glaucoma. And I was like, glaucoma? I got glaucoma? I was like, Grandma, you know, I was just... Hear that. Yeah, I was just like, Grandma, I was just reading the newspaper two days ago, mm. high cannabis, I was calling it cannabis. Mm. High cannabis helps glaucoma, and it does this, that, and the third. And she said... Are we more professional when we call it cannabis? I just feel like it's a lot easier if people... It's a lot easier, it. like it's weed and, and yeah, ganja. Yeah, you talking to grandma. Grandma. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And it was Cannabis yeah. in the article. Yeah. So Reaper right? used to sound like crack on us. Reaper, Reaper, that's crack. Nah, I'm sorry. That's, no, but that's what she called it. She was we like, so finally, yeah. finally she asked me, like, what is cannabis? And I was like, marijuana, weed. She's like, reefer? She's yeah. like, boy, I ain't smoking no reefer. <laughs> right. like, and I was like, no, nah, grandma, look, it's like, I said, it's, it's medicinal, it's doctors yeah. prescribe this, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. She like, no. Next day I come home, she's sitting in the kitchen, and I come back from shooting around, she's sitting at the table like this. So I walk in, I'm like, grandma, what's up? So she like squinting, she's like, is that you, baby doll? It's like, but, yeah, how you doing? Oh, she like, smoked it. No, it's not yet. No, okay. She's just looking, she like, um, she's like, my eyes hurt so bad today, I can barely see. So right. I said, well, Grandma, why don't you just try, you know, try the cannabis? And I was like, it'd be our secret. We won't tell nobody. She's right. like, I'm in so much pain today. I try anything. Right. Called my boy. He bring back Vietnam Kush. We put in the volcano back for her. Okay. Had a smoking right. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. Hold on. Vietnam <laughs> Kush. Hey, this sounds too strong for Grandma. I'm just throwing it out there. You had a smoking Grandma. I didn't know. Like, I'm not a smoker. I had okay. smoked oh. one time. So I didn't know. I'm just saying. I you might want to leave Vietnam Kush out of that part. No, it just bro. sounds that's like what, you kidnapped your Grandma. She a G, though, because she goes and she's smoking it. She's smoking it and blowing it out her nose. And she's hitting it and blowing it. I'm looking at it. I'm like, Grandma, you sure you don't smoke weed? Right, right. Blowing it out. So I take her downstairs, I go take a nap, hour and a half later, I go check on her, and when I knock on the door, I don't hear nothing. So I knock again, I open the door, and her back's at the door, and she's looking down, and I'm like, Grandma, how you feeling? I got a smirk on my face. And she turned around, she's crying tears. She's like, I'm healed. She's like, you know, I haven't been able to read the words of my Bible in over three years. Wow. So she was downstairs reading her Bible after she got out. Wow. That's what's more as a cannabis. So, bro, that's how I started, man. That's how we got into the game, and that's how I started to learn more about cannabis, right. and I learned how, you know, it helped kids with epilepsy and seizures, people yeah. that have, like, HIV and oh, cancer, okay. terminally ill, like, just because, a better quality of life. Yeah. Because you know me, saying? like me, I just want to get high. I'm just being honest with you, right? But, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just, just being honest, right. right? But there is, like, the medical benefits and all this that people, like, and I, I love hearing stories where people like you, where you actually have these medical benefits of it. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like me, I, like, I'm just being honest. I just yeah, want to yeah. get high. Like, I just don't want to be sober, yeah. right? But right. there is this medical benefits, and have you been able to explore those? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you right. know, when we first started, one of our um, extractors or whatever, he had a patient that had like 120 l- tumors on his lungs or whatever, wow. and he started him making him this Rick Simpson oil, which is pretty much all the cannabinoids and plant. Now, now I'm talking yeah. like a nerd. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. But, you're talking. Cannabinoids. Yeah, you're talking. But at, the end of the day, at the end of the day, he gave it to this dude. They gave him six months to live or whatever. Wow. He started treating him or whatever. Dude ended up living like six years, and all the tumors went off his lungs. Wow. You know what wow. I'm saying? 
right. So these are like things that I'm seeing when I very first get into the game. You know what I'm saying? So, and you go from that to like, you know, one of my aunties had breast cancer. You know what I'm saying? I made her capsules the same thing. She took them throughout her whole chemo. She gained eight pounds wow. through chemo. You know what wow. I'm saying? You know, obviously the and chemo they, they, they make you lose. don't eat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Stuff like right. that. So, right. you know, I just have all kind of stories of like how magnificent this plan is. And it's just cool because we just beginning the journey to like really right. tap into figuring out all the things cannabis really can help. Right. Now, help now how was it to get it into dispensaries? Because obviously they say that... Um, it's harder for, for black people because we, we started later. Is it Has it been hard for you because? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been difficult, right, in just certain areas. So every state is different, right? Yeah. So, you know, some places it's a lot easier to get, you like know, Denver's products on Denver's a little shows. bit more lenient, yeah, right? No, nah, Denver's actually very, very uh, highly regulated. Yeah, it's oversaturated too, but, like, it's the t- it's probably the toughest I got market. mines in Denver, but I grew mines in Denver. Right. So that's probably, is that easier easier for me? Yeah, well, I mean, you just got to, if you have a license. You have to get a license yeah, per yeah, state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have a license right. in that state, you right. can operate. You know what okay. I'm saying? So you'll work with somebody either for distribution or different things like that. So it just depends right. on the state's model. Every state is different, which right. is very difficult. And right. that's why when you really look at what we've been able to accomplish as being the biggest right. multi-state, you know, black operating company, right. it's really, you really have to take your hats off to us because, right. you know, currently we've raised about $30 million combined wow. you know, right. both companies. And our competitors have raised three, four, five hundred million, and some of them not even around anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's extremely difficult. It's, it's very uh, it's very expensive, you know what I'm saying, to operate mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you want to have quality, which, which we smoke, you know what right. I'm saying, you have to grow it yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You can't really rely on a partnership in another state to you know, pretty much grow you know, cannabis the way you want it. And consistency but, but, across the states if you're going to have a product for it to maintain but, consistency. But not only that, um, yeah, you, you, you're correct too, but not only that, like I seen you in, like, in the Soho houses, seen you in LA, and you were always like, you know, pass off. And the good thing about it is I've, you've never gave me something that was whack and not only that it wasn't whack, it was always greatly packaged. It's like y'all take y'all time on packaging it, and, and I think that a lot of times people just think that we're supposed to support black because it's black. We want to support quality. Right. We want to support the best shit. And if it happens to be black, that's fucking awesome. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the things that I, I loved about it. Like every time I was, you know, getting something, I always look at the quality. I always look how it's packaged. I look how it's rolled. Look how it smells. Look how and everything. So what, what made y'all like spend so much time? In, in my opinion. Well, I always say, like, you know, for me, um, especially because I got into the cannabis game so late and, like, having people like you, like, when we did Biggs, when I, I think I'm at the first met you, the yep. second time meeting you at Biggs' birthday party, yep. you know, the first thing you said to me when I gave you the weed, you was like, bro, straight up. Yeah. You was like, when somebody gave me a weed before, yeah. it was like, it's a basketball player yeah. weed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's exactly I kind of point that shit to the side. <laughs> then you said, I finally got to it and smoked that shit. It was like, yo, this motherfucker don't tell about good weed. <laughs> 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 I got to the you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, to your point, it's like, you know, my whole thing is like playing in the NBA 16 years. The uh-huh. one thing I learned with what they did with us was that they branded the hell out of us, right? Mm-hmm. So like when the season starts, mm-hmm. they give us 10 sweatsuits, they give us yeah. 50 pairs, socks, hats, yeah. everything, because it's the logo. It's like oh, we're wearing that the shit NBA, all the okay, time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I realized that if you're gonna build a brand, that shit gotta be forward facing. And at the end of the day, you gotta have products that people are gonna wanna put up. You know what I'm saying? So for us, like when we look at like packaging, the product, everything, we want it to be the best of the best. Because right. to your point, right, right, we don't want you to support it just because we black only. Right. 
right. going to Super Bowl is because our shit is fire. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then and black owned should be the plus. That should be the plus. Yes. Be the plus. You know yes. what I'm saying? Give yeah. a, like our biggest thing is we want to give our community something that they can call their own. Right. You know what I'm saying? Almost right. like the FUBU model, like when they was coming up. And one thing I, I could tell y'all, y'all packaging don't look like no other packaging. Like me, I smoke every every weed out there, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to even try the shit. Like I want to try the shit. They're like, that's boo boo. I'm like, I don't care. Let me, you know what I mean? Like I, I go buy it. And one thing for sure is everyone is kind of leaning towards like the cereal look, the uh, character, the, the character, colors. and, and it's, it's it's actually it's actually fucking up for the kids. It's cartoon because it's right. cartoonish. Yeah. What made y'all? What made y'all say I'm gonna separate from that and like you know, like it, it, it doesn't look like a cartoon. Well, it's funny, right? It's because at the end of the day, the culture wants that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always a firm believer. You kind of give the people what they want, uh. but for us, we looked at it like we're gonna make that extra investment to kind of teach people what it's gonna look like in the future. Right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's how we looked at that. Like with bags, you know, uh. there's some things to be said with bags may potentially keep the flower fresher and right. different things like that. We just felt like with the jars or whatever, like I wanted it to be a surprise element. Like you don't know what it is until you actually open it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I bet you, I bet you some lemon cherry gelato, crazy Ooh. eight, and some Viola G. I ain't gonna lie, roll, roll this up, bro. Hold on, hold on. I don't want. I don't got no insurance. <laughs> we don't got no insurance. <laughs> <laughs> smells man, that shit is. Yeah. Gotta smoke one, man. Come on. Tom, I can be close this deal. You, you say you're smoking. Let me close this deal. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, I'm smoking a whole bunch of other shit too. <laughs> Yo, so John. Boom. You are not only Kanye West's. Like, I'm on. Would you say somewhat of a mentor? Mentor? No. No, brother. Family. Okay, brother. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's even better. Brother. I'm a couple, couple years older than him. So how? How much did your phone ring after he left TMZ that day? <laughs> <laughs> it rang a little bit. I mean, a little bit. A little bit. But you know, we all go through what we go through. Sometimes mm-hmm. none of us are perfect. You know, uh-huh. maybe he made a, some mistakes here and there, but that's my brother. You know, mm-hmm. it is what it is. How did you feel when he supported Trump? <clears throat> um, it was it wasn't my personal take on how I do my politics, but right. I support him. That's my brother. I don't, I don't, no matter what he does, right. you know, no matter how he decides to make, put on his pants or wear a hat, whatever, right. that shit don't make me no mind. Right. I, I, I love but, my But brother. how difficult is that? I know I'm saying you, you agree with it or didn't disagree with it, but how difficult is that to have someone you call your brother and have him make a decision that the black community it's just frowned upon. Is yeah. that a difficult situation or is it something that you used to because he's just in the public eye? I think, um, I don't know if it was difficult. It just is what it is. I, I never really looked at it like I was under no extra pressure because my man was taking a particular stance. I think we are all free in this country to take right. whatever stance we want at any right. given time. Right. And um, that's just what I got to say about that. Right. I wore Yeezy today for you, man. Hey, I don't know hey, why. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was a, that's a good one. Change a little bit about this. <laughs> no, I seen him post the Gap thing the other day. I seen you post the Gap thing. Like, this is, this is, you know, I'm gonna be honest. You know that jacket fire, too. I just feel Gap is trash. I'm just throwing it out there. 
if he can make Gap good, he's a bad motherfucker. He is. Because listen, I'm going to be honest. But he is a bad motherfucker. But Gap, though? Yeah, that too. Just watch. Just watch. If he get me to wear Gap, it's it's coming. Like, the jacket is all right. It's not my style. Okay. It's not my style. It's like get a whole collection of chance. I, I'm, I'm gonna get a collection of chance. I'm gonna get a collection of chance. I wear Yeezys. I wear Yeezys. I, I wear Yeezys. I wear Yeezys. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but Gap. That is like a, a real like. It's a that's personal like saying, thing. It's a personal thing. That's like saying um. Uh, Elise, you remember Elise? Of course. Yeah. That's like saying I'm bringing Elise back. You remember, remember Lottos? I love Elise. Remember Lottos? You could, yeah. you could pull the shit. Yeah, new colors. Yeah, I knew what I was talking about. All y'all old motherfuckers yeah. when I said, it's the, you know, when you rip it up, you think a motherfucker could bring Lotto back? You got to be uh, a bad but motherfucker. You, but let me ask you, if anybody could do it, it yes. would be him, right? Yeah, we'll yes, be. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Them crap shit that he got us wearing right now, we out of line. And the world going crazy. <laughs> the world going crazy. The world going crazy. We, we out of line. I know they ugly. I'm wearing them too. I don't give a fuck. I can't find them since in my socks. <laughs> 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 we want the culture, man. We want the culture, man. We want the culture. So, um, but is, is that your, like, your, um, the most difficult artist or, or the most uh, unpredictable, rather? Not, not, let's not say difficult. What's the most unpredictable artist you've ever worked with? Probably Kanye. I like that. You ever heard Rounds? Yeah, I managed Buster for a while. Yeah, Kanye got him beat. Got him beat. Yeah, Kanye got him beat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, working with Buster was always fun because I knew what it was coming. But mm-hmm. you know, yay, we might be here one day. I remember we was in Atlanta last year for three and a half months. We was doing all these things, and the next day we was gone. You know? Right. But that's how he moved. That's a part of the genius. Right. And he's then, a superhero, so you can't fuck with him. What's his white place in America? Where is it? Wyoming? Wyoming. His white place? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, Cody, listen. Wyoming. <laughs> listen, man. That's his w- Wilanda. It's like, he, he got a, it's not Wakanda, bro. It's Wilanda, like, because he, he got his own little white hair. Come on, y'all. You know what I'm talking about. Come on, man. Come on. Is he white? Who? Conway? No. Wyoming is Wyoming. only white, my brother. You never been there? No, nah, you never exactly. been there. Exactly. I mean, don't forget. <laughs> Native American, too. Listen to <laughs> Yeah, but um, I seen Nas go out there. Um, this was actually the first time they invited me as press. And um, I didn't go. But this was the time they was coming. I think they was listening to Nas' album, yeah. oh, okay, all okay. this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that I seen people going crazy to go to Wyoming, who've yeah. never been to Wyoming. Yeah. I'm like, once you get there, once you leave the ranch, it's over, bro. You can't go to 7-Eleven, nothing. nothing. They don't got a Wawa, none of that. Whoa. So, but how the hell? Because now I see Dave Chappelle. Now, Dave Chappelle is doing the same thing with, I think, it, in, in uh, Ohio. 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 So yeah. he's from there originally. But he's from there. Yeah. 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 Oh, he's from there. But he's what is there. wrong with these rich people? What do they do? They just they just go out there, they just find a hood that nobody don't like. That nobody don't like. No, that's something wrong. Who doesn't want peace and quiet? That's very true. That's very true. Peace and quiet. Especially someone like But Wyoming, that's like heavy Trump shit. No, I don't know if it's Trump. No, it's not Trump. It's just heavy. That's some dope spots in Wyoming when I heard that. We've seen the sunsets in man. Yeah. Call it God's yeah. plan. It's just beautiful of, out there, man. It really is beautiful. Yeah. Come, come on, yeah. man. Fresh air. <laughs> in the West. No, that shit is beautiful out there. I heard it's nice as hell, for real. No, it's it nice. is. It really is. Uh, they was being nice to you. They don't want you to come. <laughs> Listen, be honest with you. If you hanging with the right people, the right Republicans, you probably be good. Yeah. But, you know, um, for, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, a Democrat you. going out there, I'm just right. saying. Or liberal, or, you know, in between. 
It's just a little crazy, man. Right, right. It's a little crazy. So, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, you know, I'm not going to Wyoming. I'm just Wolanda. being honest. Like, uh, Wolanda. That's Wolanda. Good. That was good. That was good. It's not <laughs> for everybody. It's not for everybody. But it's, it is peace and quiet. It is peace and quiet. It's right. beautiful. Yeah, you know. Right. Definitely you can get your zen chill right, right. vibe. Right. Okay. 1,000%. So do you smoke? I see you looking at the smoke champs. Yeah, thing. I smoke like a maniac. Okay. Actually. I see you in Soho House. Um, No, Malibu. Malibu. Yeah. Um, uh, you was having d- dinner. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and, and Noble, yeah. goddammit. Goddammit, goddammit. <laughs> Shout out to Noble and that's Malibu. That's the best. That's the best. That's the best. And um, it's the vibe. That's the vibe. Yeah. vibe. I'm a restaurant guy. You, what's your favorite restaurant? Uh, Houston's. Uh, Hillstones. Hillstones. Want me to tell you some crazy shit? I love Houston's. I hate Hillstones. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, though, ain't it? Hey. It's me. That's who I am, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Hillstones, but I love Houston. That's my that's favorite. Cool. That's your favorite favorite? If you had your last meal on Earth, you right would there. do it. Rotisserie chicken? Nah, it depends on... It depends. I might get the Hawaiian rib or the ribs. Okay. Oh, okay. What's your favorite? Restaurant? Masuhisa. Okay, let's hold on. Time out. All right. That's the original Noble on Beverly Hills. Uh, um, La Cienega. La Cienega uh, uh, right down the block from the SLS. Okay. I hate that spot. <laughs> We, yeah. we, we did not know how to look, look, we did not know how to eat raw fish at the time. We, he brought his us hood asses. We there, we sitting there. He ordered what you ordered? Red snapper. He ordered a red snapper. <laughs> that shit was like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want to act like that. Shit's eighty five dollars. So we eat it with Steve Rifkin, but we don't want to act like we uncivilized. So we all we all like that. Oh my God, this shit is like too much. We. Uh, as soon as we finish, we go straight to Fat Burger. Right. Like, yo, <laughs> straight to Fat Burger. No, no, no. You do the same thing when you eat at Nobu. You got to go get something. I ain't going to lie. I go to the McDonald's across the street. <laughs> McDonald's across the street, for some reason, is the best McDonald's in the world. I don't know why. They got the Japanese fried chicken. And you know, here, Organic Food Kings is our favorite. Organic Food Kings is our favorite. Food Kings. Organic Food Kings. You know, I go vegan once a week, and I go to the Organic Food Kings. You know what I'm saying? Well, I go vegan once a meal. Like one, every once, once in a meal? Yeah, yeah, once like once, like you know, like, once a week, once of, a meal. Instead of like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you go lunch. It's out of here. Go to organic food game. Not you get, get organic. And I'm a shit all day. God damn it, vegan food. God damn it, vegan food. This is the vegan food. Vegan food. Oh man, oh shit. Did you name your rest, your favorite restaurant? Organic food kings. Okay, how about you, Paul? I Me, mean, I like Brimstone. This is a steakhouse in Pembroke Pines. Brimstone. Yeah. Fire and Brimstone. Okay. All right now. All right, geez. What was yours? Yours Nobu? I'm a hoe. <laughs> like them all. I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I, like, I kind of like. Out here in these streets. Yeah, I'm, I'm finger popping every day. Like I'm finger popping every <laughs> restaurant. I love it. I love it. I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I just put. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Dantana, Craig's, Carbone, uh, Nobu, Crustaceans. Yo, listen. I, it's been times I thought I went to LA just for crustaceans. Right. I'm just being honest. They got cocaine in their noodles. Mm, ever right. had ever had their noodles? Yeah. Garlic they, noodles? The garlic noodles? Oh my god! You used to dress up Crazy. every time. You put on hard bottoms in the in the collar shirt to get in. I'm not. You want me to tell you the truth? Yeah, you got to tell me the truth. Let me tell you how good crustaceans no like is. This is a real shit. Like me and Fat Joe get bent one night. We just we fucked up. We walk in crustaceans. We got on nothing but sweatsuits. They shut us down. Yo, brothers, you can't come in here. The whole restaurant is looking like, that's fucking Nori and Fat Joe. Me and Fat Joe is too intoxicated to say something intelligent back to the maitre d'. So we just like, all right, fuck it, fuck you. We're never coming back here. 
Both of us. Fuck you. The next day, I go there. I get a dress-up shirt. <laughs> I get a dress-up shirt. I don't tell Fat Joe. We made a commitment not to go in. We said, fuck this place. I walk in. Fat Joe's like, get a dress-up I sound like some shit cracking And he looked like, I told you we ain't coming back. I said, oh. It was great. It was a great time. But yeah, LA, LA cuisine. So y'all both live in LA. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. shut down. Yeah. Y'all was shut down, shut down. Shut down for real. Shut down. So how was that? Like, y'all was quarantined. Y'all was quarantining when quarantine was over. That shit was crazy. Like out, like, out there, it had me feeling like if I left the crib... I was gonna get Corona, bro. Mm. Like they had us thinking that shit was like everywhere. Right, it was. So it, it, it was. It was. Opposite different. of Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Miami been open. It was wild. Yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It been. It been disrespectful out here. Yeah, yeah. 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 groceries, all kind of yeah. shit. It was crazy. So be glad you drink a champagne with me. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> be glad you know the beer guy. You know what I mean? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot. And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, 
How much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. So, John, the music industry, all this luxurious things going on. You going to switch to cannabis? Um, I don't know if it's switching. I'm diversifying. Oh, I like that word. You know. Yeah. I remember when Dave Chappelle used it. We diversifying our funds, nigga. That's how I first learned <laughs> that word. Oh, Dave Chappelle, sorry, I'm missing yeah. education back. No, I mean, I, I still work full time with Ye and uh-huh. still involved in a couple of different things, but mm. I'm definitely uh, heavily involved in this. I'm mm. proud to be working with these brothers and mm. about to take over the world. Mm-hmm. How about, um, is there any other clients that you work with that is involved with cannabis? Any other clients? Yeah. Like- um, no, this is the only, my only cannabis venture is Village Viola. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you, are you trying to get it into Chicago? Is this Chicago yeah, just passed a bill? Yeah, absolutely. And we're working on getting a, a license in the state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. Right there, make some noise for that. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there any foresight on it going federal from your perspective? I'm not an expert in that. I'm honestly new to the space, so I'd rather not answer. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think on that? Yeah, I think that uh, within the next, I mean, obviously within the next 10 years, that's like a big number, but maybe right. like next administration, like whoever comes in next, I think will probably push it through. I imagine and, and, you and guys are they, preparing for that because that's the goal, the that, end game at the absolutely. end of the day. Right. But absolutely. if they do that, are, are they doing that state for state or are they going to do it the whole United States? No, it would be federal. It would be, be federal like alcohol. Like what happened with, yeah, Prohibition. Prohibition. Oh, so they don't have to do a state. Like, let's suppose, let's, can, 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 can Minnesota say, I'm a federal legalizer? Can that happen? Or no. they have to no, do the whole? No, federal would be, when, the once it goes federal, it's the whole United States. Okay. I'm sure each state can tweak certain details of the laws just like, right. You know, same thing with alcohol, but <clears throat> that would be the game changer. Yeah, like having potency, like in Utah, you can't, like the liquor's different, you know, percentages in Utah compared yeah. to the rest of the country. So right. maybe like, changes yeah. like that. Like um, in Denver, you could buy psychedelics. Yeah. You could buy well, mesh like tabs. Now you can. Yeah, you could buy mesh tabs, acid, and um, really? what's the other shit? Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah, you yeah. can buy that shit yeah. legally. I don't know about acid, though. Mushrooms? I don't know about acid. I've been too far. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only ask about acid. But there's a natural version of acid. Like, there's a natural version of acid. The only place in the country where you could do everything legally is in Oregon. Really? In Oregon, everything's off. Nobody don't want to go to Oregon, right? Nobody. Nobody. Except Oregon. for the Nike outlet. That's exactly. it, right? They want to go to the Nike outlet, and that's, that's it. it. <laughs> Let's get the fuck up out of here. Let's see. You know. So Oregon, but that's where you, everybody can get out. You can do anything you want in Oregon. Anything you everything's want. Everything's off the you table. You can buy hookers, too? Yeah, good. Nah, yeah, that's New York. New York, you can buy hookers? Yeah, I think they're trying sure. to push no, it. No, no, no. No, they, no, they said that, no, the sex crime is not a crime no more. They ain't say go fuck, but, you know, it's basically. hookers is a go now. Hookers is a go. Like Vegas? In New York? I think so. They, we got the red light district, like Aim. We need to Google it Yeah, we got to check it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know. How's it doing? Come on, what are you doing? Why just sitting around looking? How's it like a big baby sitting around? This Colombian smile. He's just sitting there. He's like, it's going to be like men and cheese. Oh, my God. All right, man. Is it quick time of slime yet? No? Oh, you really? All right, cool. So he's not drinking, so this is fucked up because it's on you, all right? So this, this is what happens. This is, this, is what, this is what happens as a partnership, right? So um, quick time of slime is very quick. You just name one or the other. If you do want to name both, which we set it up for you to name both because we feel like you're friends with both. So you just say both, and then you take a shot for it. It's, no, it's nothing big. Nothing big. 
Whatever shot you want. You but this is this is the summer. Y'all got tequila? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got tequila. Got black owned tequila too, yeah. Here we got, got, we got black owned tequila, goddammit. So every time I say booth, I yeah. gotta take a shot. But we're gonna take a shot with you. We we're gonna take a shot with you. Like first first off top this first question, I think you're gonna take a shot. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's let's figure this out. Okay. Are we ready? Quick time of slime. Alright. Alright. Get his shot though. Let's get his shot. Yeah, we ain't ready with the shot. Yeah, let's get ready with the shot. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, the first one and three, I think you, you off top taking a shot, in my opinion. I'm not sure. All right, let me do, I'm, I'm going to take one with you, though, like I said. All right, here we go. Every time you, you take one. Ooh, there's a couple. There's a couple on here. All right, cool. Are right, you <laughs> like ready? I'm questions, bro. All right, get You ready? All right, cool. Nas or Jay-Z? Damn. Jay-Z. Okay, all right, that was smooth. Okay, respect or loyalty? Both. Okay, let's get him. Let's get him. Let's set him up. Let's set him up. We're not leaving you out there alone. This is we you get we get bit with the guests. We're not leaving you out there alone, baby. Oh shit! Drink uh, Chance Sports Edition. Drink Chance Sports. Oh yeah, y'all gotta take shots too. All right, come on, yeah, come on. Get your shots together, baby. Nah, 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 relax. I'm not drinking Tiger Bowl. Nah, 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 nah. Not Tiger Bowl. We gonna give him a shot of Tiger Bowl later though. Just, just for him to feel a part of the, 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 the yeah, it's vegan. <laughs> it's all vegan. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. All right, come on, right, let's go. I need a little ice. Don't worry about it. But boom. You said both of Yeah, he he might as well keep him loaded up because this next next one is gonna be it too. Salute, yeah, salute, salute, salute to the guys, to the guys. All right, ready? Let's go. DMX or Tupac? Another one? <laughs> Let's go. Both. Yeah, yeah, take that uh, shot, guys. <laughs> Yo, come on, where you at? He, he got another shot, man. Come on. When it rains, <laughs> niggas get wet. I'm going light Stay dry. All right, all right. I'm going to let you take this shot, but then this I next mean, one, I don't know. How many questions we got, man? Uh, yeah. We never know, brother. <laughs> we never know. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> This next one I don't know. Miami or Toronto? Oh my God. Oh, you right. Oh my Lord. Okay, Miami. All right, all right, all right. This one I don't know. 90s or 2000 hip hop? I go uh, 2000s. Okay. This one is up in the air. Pharrell or Kanye? Both. All right. We need them both for the culture. All right. I don't. I don't want to. I'm gonna get. Oh, oh, culture. Okay. My bad. I'm bugging out. I'm bugging out. I'm bugging out. I'm bugging out. All right, we cool. need both them, bro. Okay, so need both them yeah. on my life. Cheers. 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 Okay. Salute. I'm gonna skip this one. I'm gonna come back to this one. Make sure I come back to it, Has. Um, sour or OG? OG. Good one. All right, this one is up in the air. Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Get your shot ready. Nah, hell, I could pick. I could pick. You could pick? I'm going to go with Nicki Minaj. Okay. Queens in the building. Woo. All right. 
No, you can't answer this. <laughs> Puff Daddy or Chris Lighty? You couldn't have me answer that one. James would have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you said so I'm going to say Puff. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. Podcast or radio? Radio. Okay. All right. This is for you. Now, depending on how you answer, he's going to take the shot. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no pressure. Kanye West or Common Sense? You can say both now. No, I'm going to go Kanye. You go Kanye? Okay. That's real. That's my dog. Okay. This is for you, too. Major <laughs> or independent? Now independent. That was smooth. Okay. Mm. <laughs> no ID or Kanye? Let him take a shot. Just <laughs> <laughs> let him take a shot, yeah, man. Plus, plus, nah, plus, plus they both your brothers, man. Those you, are my brothers. Yeah, you don't want to have to go back but, to Chicago but, and shoot a real one. You don't want that. But yeah. on any given Sunday, uh-huh. Kanye got him faded. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. And no ideas. Obi-Wan, but All right. it is what it is. All right, this is going to fuck you up. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. J. Cole or Kendrick? Both. Get your shot lined up, my dude. Line it up. Line it up. Line what you thought about J. Cole's new album? Right. I love it. Right. I love it. All right, right. What do you think about him playing the African League? What? I thought it was dope. The African I mean, League. Why do you think he left so early? Why he leaves so early? Right. I don't know. It seemed like it ain't work out, right? Oh, he I thought, they, I thought they lost like a uh, elimination thing or whatever. Right, right, right. He said that he had personal reasons he had to go back to the States, but I think he just got a lot of slack because people were mad that he got the position and there were other players that were up for it, but just because he got the name. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we support you, J. Cole. Right, you nice, nice you're going to be out there, bro. You did, okay. Right, he did, and he played high, too. I've seen a couple of games. All right, hold on. Damn, where the fuck is my... Okay, here we go. All right. Both of y'all. <laughs> Foxy Brown or Little Kim? Shit. <laughs> I'm going to say Foxy. Mm. I say both, bro. They, All right, let's go, yeah. baby. Yeah. Hey, man, we're not forcing this shit. Around, you know what I'm saying? We're not forcing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Be honest, man. Be yeah, honest. man. World. That's how I feel. That's how I feel out this motherfucker. World up. All right, hold on, hold on. Yo, you, you walling out, bro. I ain't going to lie. I'll tell you right now. You walling out. Cheers. Salud. Salud. It's the first time I take. It's getting funky right now. Biggie or Big Pun? So I mean, it doesn't matter. Somebody taking a shot. <laughs> Biggie. Biggie, okay. What's up? What's up, Al? You alright? So for me, like when I was when I was uh in my senior in high school was when Pun was like on his little run. And I could sneak into this one club in Manhattan. It seemed like every time I went, he was always in there. Was it the Copacabana? No. Uh, Cheetahs? The Mirage? No, nah, it was a spot <laughs> right off because I even went there after my high school prom. 
It's right off of is the West Side Highway. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's what that's is it the carpet of the uh, um, carpet. That's it. Yeah, it's the carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one place I could sneak into as a 17, 18 year old, mm-hmm. and it seemed like Pun was always in there. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I would be like Biggie, right? Just because yeah. I know, like, but, but you got a relationship pun. with Pun. Just take a shot. It's, yeah, let's take it's a shot. Hey man, listen, don't worry about it, man. I said, no, it's both. Hey man, don't even worry about it, man. This is what we do over here. You know Jose, look at Jose over there, baby. Hey, look at him, look at him, look at him. Turn around. Oh man, okay. We only got two 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 more. Alright. I got one. You missed one. Hey, nobody gave you the authority to have anything. You got to relax, all right? Huh? I know, I was coming back to that. You missed one. All right, um, LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. Oh, David. Jordan? All right. This is easy. Bron, Bron is number two, hands down. Like, hands down, ain't no discussion, but it's MJ. He got knocked out of the first round. The MJ? No, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. He just, like, I think, I mean, he just ain't. He, to, he got a movie coming out, Space Jam. Yeah, that he was to promote that. I love. He made, he made more money off that than winning oh, the championship. I love your political answer. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah. I love that shit. We shout out to Bron and know what's most important. How much weed you burned with Bron before? I ain't never. <laughs> His son though. His son. Oh! <laughs> shout out to Bron. Oh, shout out to Bron. You see, you see Drake and um. um LeBron and Bronny game, I think that was, right? <laughs> All right, yeah. All right. And this is the last one. No, we got one more after this, after this one. This, this should be pretty easy for you. Bulls or the Knicks? Knicks. I'm not asking you. Oh. Okay, all right. All right, yeah, because I know you're just gonna go Bulls. You already know it. Okay, all right. I'm changing it up a little bit. I don't know what you're gonna say. Okay. I think I should know what you're gonna say. Drink champs or all the smoke podcast? That's crazy. Oh, good fucking question. You're you a know. sicko for that. That's <laughs> crazy. Take the shot. I'll take the shot, bro. Come on. Don't hurt my feelings. Don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> Let's, Let's take a shot. Let's take a shot. Ah, shot. Ah, shot. Hey, shout out to Stack Jack. Yeah, shout out to Stack Jack and Matt. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who Matt did our show. Drink champs alumni. He did our show. And he's supposed to come Matt, last week, too. Yeah, he's supposed to come last week, Matt. And, um, and, um, that. He did our show, but I think he he did, after he did our show, he was like, you know what? I could do this shit too. <laughs> and their growth and their show is great. And their show yeah, is great. Yo, I love great. how because to me that's the drink champs of sports. Like right. like um how they do it because they know y'all. Like you know what I'm saying? It's the same right. way we know the, the artists and you know what I mean. Um, so I I, I big them up. But um yeah, that was I see I switched it. I didn't want to give it the you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I sound like DMX. <laughs> Oh, I gotta check my phone. Okay, keys yeah, the weeds. Yeah, yeah, they shit hard. Okay, yeah, I ain't got, I ain't got, I ain't got has. Oh, 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 this is the. Go ahead, read this shit out loud, bro. Come on. Not Mr. Lee. Not Mr. Lee. Is legal. You, you. Prostitution is legal. Prostitution will no longer be prosecuted. Yeah. Big shout out to the weirdos that are in our shirt trying to get their thing off. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's just Manhattan or it's the whole city? Just Manhattan. Just Manhattan. I told you. 
Oh shit, that's fucked up for the Bronx. The Bronx is where Hunts Point is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And East New York, let's not forget East New York, goddammit. God Jesus, the weed, Baba G's. Holy moly, guacamole, goddammit. So what's the wildest groupie episode y'all ever had? I ain't never had none of that. You ain't never had a groupie episode? I know, I, I get it. I, you ain't burning the NBA neither. I get it. You are sticking, you are sticking good, to your the, story. I was one of the good guys, bro. You was one of the good guys. Yeah, 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 All right, from cool. Jersey, bro. Square, square. No, me no, too. I know where you from, bro. Square I, I know where arms Rep Jersey, at. man. He want to rep it with you, man. So I, I, I already told him earlier. You're I'm from Passaic, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I like Passaic. May I ask you, though? Coming from St. Patrick's, you know, Kyrie Irving came from St. Patrick's, Michael Kidd, Gil- Gilchrist came. Yeah. What was that recipe like where they mm. develop NBA players like you guys? Nah, so our coach, his name Kevin Boyle, so he down at Mount Verde Academy now. Mm-hmm. He just, uh, he a master, bro. Like, mm-hmm. he just know how, he know how to get the best out of us. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, he was the first to ever play for that, like, cussed me out or, like, but it's just somehow he motivated you to just always want to be better. You know what I'm saying? Then you think about like all the other niggas he got in the league now, like right, right. Joel and B, Ben right, Simmons, right, right. Uh, the kid K Cunningham coming right. in the league. Like he got monsters. You know what I'm saying? So he just can identify talent. Cause even when he picked me, bro, like when he grabbed me from my high school, I went to Roselle High School. I moved from Orange to Roselle, and my freshman year, I didn't even play. And then he seen me playing in a tournament in the summer and pretty much convinced me to come to an all-basketball school. And I ended up going from an unranked sophomore to the number one player in the country mm. under, like, him and my AAU mm. coach. But, like... Mm. How you felt becoming that from nobody to us? I, I ain't know no better, bro. You 17 years old, dog, and the shit happened so fast. And then obviously, like, back then, it wasn't, like, social media mm-hmm. and shit like that. So when you was grinding, you was really grinding. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you was yeah, really yeah. out here getting reps off. Like, it was stories, like, myths tell, told about you. You know right. what I'm saying? At that right. time, as you right. know. You know what I'm saying? But, like, once I got to that level, getting to the league, you know what I'm saying? I walked in the first time in practice, like I said, even though niggas was balling, like, I felt like I was just as good as them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Who's so, the hardest player you ever played against in the league? Grant Hill, hands down. Grant Hill? Yo, Hall's finest. Grant, Grant, like, if Grant Hill did not get... This is Felog Grant Hill? Yeah, bro. When he had that, the Felogs on? Listen, fam, I'm telling okay. you, if he did oh. not get hurt... Right. If he didn't get hurt, he would have had like LeBron kind of like numbers, bro. Like, but you played against LeBron. I played against Bron. Bron obviously done. He's Bron's number two. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the second. How about Kobe? Player. Kobe is probably three. You got Kobe after LeBron? You want to make one think this over? Stop a lot. I mean, like I live in LA, so everybody want me to say Kobe, but like Bron. I like you keeping it day, real. What, 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 what Bron does and brings to the game, like, he's a hard player to guard. Ever done that, yeah. and he's done it for eighteen years, like right. at twenty five, ten and ten. Like, come on, man. Right. dudes, don't do that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So he's definitely different. Wow. Never played against Jordan. I played against Jordan too. Oh, so I, but I, I, played, I played against Wizards Jordan though. That's still Jordan. If you dunk on him, you can, that's posted. It's still bro, worth it. So my story, one time we playing him in D.C., and somehow I get into it with him. With Jordan. Oh, with Jordan. So, you know, always, like growing, like, growing up, the whole myth of that, the stories is, like, you never say nothing back to Michael Jordan. You right. say something to Michael Jordan, he's going to... Like kill He's you. the person from the Wizard of Oz that you don't see, but you hear. Exactly. Yeah. You just don't say nothing yeah. to him. Right. You feel me? But I said something. How does this happen? What's going on? We just in the game and something happened. I ain't fouling me. Like, you found me something, something. Because he called everybody a hoe. That was mm. his thing. <laughs> everything was hoe. Hold on, hold on. You're going too fast. Right that. Let's calm down. Okay, let's calm down. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Now you got me drunk. So now, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's yeah, calm yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let's calm down. So, wait a minute. So, he goes for a shot. 
He thinks you fouled him, and he says, you no. fouled me up? No, no, he said after the game, right? No, I fouled him. I did foul him, and I'm like at the riff, like, I didn't even touch him. Right? He's like, you fouled me, ho. <laughs> and I'm like, man, fuck, who you calling a hoe? That's right. You know, young from Joe, you don't know no better. Right. Don't know no better. Like, like, I right call, he's like, I called you a hoe. And I'm like, oh, all right. So we go at it. So, but he had 41. I finished the game with 37. Oh, okay. wow. But they, but no, 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 so oh, Indiana. Okay. But they won. So they win the game, whatever, I'm in the back, mad, whatever, we lose or whatever. And the ball boy comes walking in with his sneakers. With Jordan sneakers? With Jordan shoes. And it's like, it's like best wishes. Keep working hard. He gave you his sneakers. Oh, I ain't even asked him for his shoes, though. <laughs> 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 Can we get something? Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. No, I didn't even ask him for his shoes. Did you keep the shoes? Hell uh, yeah. They right there. <laughs> Bro, he just yeah. sent me his shoes, bro. Yeah. So I guess that's what's up. He didn't say ho. He didn't say ho. He said ho, I'd have threw them shits away. I swear. You got to tell me what the game is. That's some gangster shit, bro. But that's some shit that you could tell Jordan gets the game. Like, he gets, like, he gets, like, going at him. Like, I even think, like, even the Allen Iverson moment where Allen, like, crossed him over. I felt like Jordan got hyped. Of course of that, like like all right, cool. Like even when he's talking about Kobe, he said that Kobe, like uh, whatever he said at uh, Kobe's funeral, right. he said that they was competitive to the very last minute. Same, yeah. is, is that really like how the NBA is? Like no, it is. Bro. I, I did not know he was calling niggas hoes. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Everybody was a hoe. He said that was just go to the from the East Coast. Like, but it's like, oh, like Kevin Garnett. So then Kevin Garnett. I see Kevin Garnett and PJ Tucker. They look. That look. That's the first time I felt like NBA got real again. Right. KD. Right. KD. KD, yeah. KD what did I say? But but they but they but they went to college. They went to college together. So that's oh, when I saw that out when I first saw that, I was thinking that's what I was thinking. I'm like, they beefing over a bitch from college. KD came, you know what I'm saying? Something happened. You know what I'm saying? So let me cause I'm bouncing around, right? I'm bouncing around everything. What do you feel about these super teams? Because right now. It just feels like everyone is just like basically getting down with the gang that's popping. Whoever lit, right? Whoever got the best. I don't game like walk. it. I don't like that's it. What I'm I mean, we don't like it, but it's just that's what the game is now. So you got to evolve with the times. You Who know fucked what I'm up the game for the super teams? I think Bron going to Miami is what started it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that that's what started it. Oh, with a Paul, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and um, KG. That's two thousand. That, that, that was a little different, though. Yeah, yeah, that but wasn't one right away. Yeah, but it was still different. Like Bron going there and them like orchestrating that. That wasn't orchestrated. That was, those was trades. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like they, mm -hmm. they were free agents with their free. But that's because Miami flashy went. and they exploited it. Of course, like who don't want to live in Miami and win right, championships? Right, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. I mean, why not? It's like living in LA winning championships. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's certain places where yeah, it's like. Lit. But we need to bring one back to New York, though, yeah. bro. Like at we were looking good this year. year. Big up bro, to D Rose. We don't look good to win a chip. I want to win a no, chip. We, I, I want to win, just win chip games, too. bro. Like you think about coaching? You think about coming in coaching? Let's get some people. Everybody cannabis. Give some Viola. Viola. 
Nah, Give bro, us a win. We ain't team. We ain't team. We buying a team. We ain't really. We ain't working for nobody else, bro. Right, right. We ain't working for nobody, though. All right, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. What made you? That's what I'm saying. What made you didn't want to get down with all these other cannabis companies that's already operated? What made you want to be black owned? I guess you know when I first started, like it was no option. I ain't had nowhere to go. Like now, like remember, now it's popular. Right, bro. This we just we celebrating our 10 year anniversary this year. God damn it, take a shot for that. Take a shot for that. 10 year anniversary shit. And by the way, I'm I'm drinking watermelon, the best shit on earth. Okay. 10 years. Harrison Wellness. Harrison Wellness. Yes. Salute, man. The 10 years of Viola. And Harrison yeah, Wellness, <laughs> God damn it, salute. What are you toasting with beer for? Come on, hey, man, man, take a shot, bro. Nah, Come man, on, today's chili thing. Got the mama one. <laughs> so, is and this is the question for both of y'all: Is it really green gold? That's because that's how they're describing it right now. It's, it's the green gold rush. Of everybody is, like, you know, I got friends, I got people that I know that's invested in tobacco. <laughs> When I, Chris Lighty was alive, I wanted to do a cigarette. I don't know what Chris Lighty did. I, 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 I said, remember you had the chain. I had the chain, and yeah. I, want, I said, Chris Lighty, I don't know what he did, but he came back and said to me, we're not fucking with tobacco at all. Yeah. And I don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> and he was, that was right with him. I've never seen, like, white like white under his face. Like, he was like, like whatever he did, he tried to explore, like, try to get Newport yeah, to be like... Did the due what, diligence and it wasn't and, right. And, and it was like, that was the mafia, oh, right? No, nah, just in general, it's just bad. Yeah, like if you notice, the only people that's doing tobacco that's like us is you have to do it in Dominican Republic. Right. Big this shout out to Grabba Mike, Grabba Leaf. Grabba Leaf, yes, Grabba Leaf. Sure. Dominican yeah. Republic. Yeah, yeah, Dominican. So, what makes y'all say, all right, cool? Like, I, I, for instance, um, what was I saying before that? I was the Green uh, Rush or the Green Rush? Is it? Green is gold. it? That's what they calling it, Green Gold. Is this is this what you guys feel that this is what this is? Nah, this is definitely the industry to be in. You right. know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> until like we fix like the tax laws around cannabis, mm. it's hard for us to really make money in right. cannabis. You right. Know what I'm wow. No, explain that. Because we can't write anything off. So there's a tax law really? called 280E or whatever, which you can't write off like ordinary expenses. So like normally like if you work for me or whatever, just as my employee, I can usually write you off through the business. In cannabis, you can't. So at the end of the day, it takes away from all of our margin, you right. know what I'm saying, essentially to run these businesses. Now, cultivation, which means like actually growing the plant, right. that is probably the most profitable part of the business. Growing. The most difficult, too, because those crops could fail. It's the most difficult, right. hands well, well, down. Well, indoor operation, though, right? Indoor? indoor out, no matter where is that. It can fail? It can, yeah, of course. Because really? the crops could go bad, yeah. Crops can go bad, bro. You can get bugs. You can yeah. get all kinds. You can get mold. Wow. All these different things that can affect the plant and which will make you, you know, especially right. in legal environments, there's testing. So they test right. for all this stuff. Right. So They're you, regulated too. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you, you know, have if you cross certain thresholds or whatever, you literally have to throw your entire crop out. And it depends on the size, you know, like for us, like our biggest facility in Michigan, we produce three hundred pounds a month. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But that's equivalent to like seven hundred to a million, mm-hmm. seven hundred thousand to a million dollars in and mm-hmm. revenue per mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you have one of those issues, bugs, right. mold, any of that, we right. literally got to throw it away. Wow. Right. Yeah. On the spot. On the spot. Right there on the, yeah, yeah. So, and you don't know the quality mm-hmm. of that bud until it's blooming, until it's done. Until you actually get it tested. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's when a lot of the results. Yeah, he you know smoked. Yeah, yeah, he smoked. Yeah, he smoked. Yeah. Yeah. He actually well, smoked. He's trying to invest, goddamn. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Wow, man, damn. Yeah, I man, it's, it's, it's extremely difficult, bro. And that's what I try to tell people. Like, don't think that, like, this shit is easy. It's not right. easy at all, you know what right. I'm saying? Because, you know, in our 10-year journey, we've had a lot of ups and downs. So how many other black-owned cannabis companies do you see out there? Uh, black, Latino, um, same thing. Um, do you see other people that's minorities that's out there? Yeah, there's there? other companies out there. You know, you got, like, Gas House. You got... Uh, Ball, Gas House? Yeah, you know, Gas House. You got Ball Family Farms. You got... Ball Jerks, Family Farms? Ball, Ball Family Farms. Ball? Yeah. You got... Like, like, like the, the Ball basketball. Brothers? Like Ball. Like the... Look, look, now you black. Oh, uh, um, what's black. the dudes? The the ball, the ball, ball. Not them. Not them. I'm going to say they got the camera. He's another dude. You know, you got him. You got Blunts and more. You know what I'm saying? So... There's a couple companies out here that are black-owned that's out here doing their thing or whatever. Is, is, is there ever any fear that, like, big tobacco will just try to take over the industry? Or? There's big fear of that, you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's how they're going to set it up. I mean, if you look at, like, Amazon just uh, recently uh, announced that they're no longer testing their employees for cannabis. Right, you it's know, giving you signs. Yeah. It's giving you signs that, obviously, Amazon want to be the biggest distributor of weed. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, these are the things that I'm looking at as I sit back and look at the industry and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But, yes, tobacco companies are going to come in. They're going to try to buy, I think, the brands that are making the most noise. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, the violas and the cookies and different things like that that are out there really moving a lot of product. Is that in regard to shipping? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, yeah. Damn, look. Who that? Look, that's Benny the Butcher and Left Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we on we on Drink Chance Live. Yeah, I said we on Drink Chance Live right now. Through businesses, I think so. I mean, just like this distribution is becoming a big yeah, thing yeah. in cannabis. You know what I'm love. saying? So I could see them trying love, to strip love, it love. The Hit me up. Hit me up. I see your, your, your hat. Black Family Flower. With Come on. Family. Hit me when you're Black ready. Black Flower Come Family. So what I'm doing is uh, we're gonna create like our own like. Maybe coalition, you might want to call it, but eventually, like, I envision Black Flower Family being like. Wait, 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 wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. You just say Black it's Flower Family? It's on the side of his hat. Black Flower Family. Let's go. I, I got to get you one of these. I need to be down, down nigga. I don't need to be down with Black Flower Family. I don't so even know Black what Flower it is. Black Flower Family, what that shit going to be is going to be all the black owned cannabis brands. Monogram? Cannabis, every monogram, whoever it is. Like, us being together. Nice. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because I like think black that. Yeah, Black Wall Street, but you know, I got this Very Black Flower family, like BFF, you know what I'm saying? So right. that's my vision of that is like all black, you know, owned brands kind of working together. And I think that at some point, if we, you know, continue to build together, we can start dictating a, a lot of the way that the market. We can be black Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? Could we push everything, bro? Like yeah. this man Virgil and all? Like, think yeah. about it, bro. Everything music, fucking fashion. Everything. Right. It started with us, bro. Like, they right. use us, and we take shit and make it goes viral. You know right. what I'm saying? That's how I feel about cannabis is the same thing. Like, I feel like a lot of, you know, these companies that have come in that, uh, you know, obviously well-funded, but right. don't really represent the culture, they right. fail. They just right. not having the success that they should have. And it I becomes just a branding play, authentic. really, at the end of the day. It's yeah, kind of like, about if you think about, like, the Mexican <laughs> cartels, like, they're not the ones making the coke, mm. making the drugs, but they became more valuable than Colombia and the guys in Peru because right. they were the ones that were, you know, ahead of it, in front of it, in the market. Right. That's what it becomes like branding plays. You're in the market. You're cool in the market. You're, you're, you're relevant to the market. No, that's what it is, and that's who, who, what we're trying to do. Who do you think uh, Kanye West could do a, a versus what? Oh. 
That's 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 big. Big. That's that's big. Big. And that's just the music. That's, that's, that's just like that's like words. Watch verses, nigga. You see what he just said? He no, said think, he said Kanye against Jay. He like said, that. "Oh, I like this that." I don't think either one of them coming out the house. <laughs> Probably not. They'll break the internet. <laughs> they could do it from the house and still break the internet. That should have break the internet. Kanye and Fifty. I always ask for verses. I always say, like, who Chris Brown go against? That's what we were just talking about. Usher. With Timber. Usher. So what you think? I think Chris Brown gets Usher. Everybody th- everybody say I'm bugging. That what? What'd you say? I think I Chris Brown I'm gets Usher. Yeah, I think we've said that. Andre. What you think? I think that Timberland is picking Usher. That's what Timberland picked? No, no, he, no, Chris. Chris Brown. He picked Chris? Yeah, that I was what that was Timberland what we picked Usher. No. Chris, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't say destroyed. No, not destroyed. No disrespect to Usher. Usher Yo, I think he'll fuck him up, too. But I think. Yo, he Michael Jackson of our era. Chris Brown? Chris Brown is, bro. If he did not have that issue with Rihanna, bro, he would be the biggest star in the world, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. You're right about that. But Rick Ross. He'd be the biggest in the world. But see, they both had 20. It's 12 and 20. And they both got 20. How about. um? You said Kanye against Jay? All right. Damn, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, what, who else? Kanye. Uh, or Dre. Kanye and Dre. That's, would be that's on beats. No, Dre won't yeah, It's two different. That's what I'm that's saying. Is it a yeah. producer yeah. Kanye yeah. or the yeah. artist yeah. Kanye? No, it's about both. That, no, that's it's about a good, both. That's, no, no, Kanye that's gets two. Kanye gets two. He's an artist and he's a producer. So that's what Pharrell can't rap like Kanye, bro. They can't rap like Kanye. You're talking about they're going to put out those things. About the twenty. Mm. This against that. This against that. And I saw it with Ross and Two Chains. Mm. That was a bad matchup. That was a bad matchup. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. I think Ye and Dre would work too because they both. I think Boston and Missy. Boston and Missy. Boston and Missy. The first guy. Yeah. And they always tell you that's a bad match. They don't like that. I don't like and I that. think you're right. I don't, I don't know, know what the fuck you talking about. Right? <laughs> 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 Yo, look, look at Sonny's on. Sonny ain't on there. 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 Missy and Buster would be How about LL? What do you think LL could go against? Everybody's going oh, crazy L. for it'd be Karis one and LL. Oh, yeah. That's what I keep seeing. People are pushing for you, Y'all want me to tell you the truth? I like yeah, that. I don't like that matchup. Listen, no. man, Jay ain't coming out the house. Leave me alone. But not LL and Jay Z. Nah. I think, so this other person, I don't think nobody gets. Drake? Nobody gets him. Nobody gets Drake. Nobody. Nobody? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's That's not it. Let's Drake. go to the next subject. Which one you yeah, want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, nobody. Nobody, nobody gets him, son. Listen, Drake can do 40. 40 R, 20 R&B and 20 fucking. 
Yeah. He could do 40. He, do 40. he should battle yeah. two, yeah. two entities. He could do, he could battle Usher Nobody gets and fucking Kanye in the same night. I went too far. I went too far. You, you told him I went too far. far. I went too, I'm sorry. 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 But you think like like, like um, would Kanye ever do something like that? I love the fact that you took a shot. We didn't even have to gas you. I love that. No, I, I, love, I love that. Ready. <laughs> I'm, getting ready. I'm getting ready too. Goddamn it! Goddamn! I'll let you outshine me. Go ahead. But um, <laughs> um, um, you think Kanye would do something like that though? I don't do think what? so. Like, Versus. like, will put himself. I doubt. He did do it with the Fifty Cent album drop. With the Fifty Cent album drop, he did. a different time though. Okay. But see, I think Ye 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 the type of nigga here do but like a gospel know, one. He'll want to go against like Kirk Franklin. Oh. <laughs> niggas well, ain't, niggas ain't that watching is, that. Or he'll go outside the genre. I think. That's what I'm saying. He'll do. He'll do. No, Kirk even, Franklin. No, even even further out. Like he'll go like Kurt Cobain type shit. I mean, he's dead, but. You know I, mean, like, I personally can't see him doing a versus at this point in his career, but you never right. know, you know. Big shout out to He said he wanted uh, Danny McBride to play him <laughs> in the movie. That's when I knew he was a legend. Danny McBride with the mullet. With the mullet. With the mullet. Kenny Powers would kill Kanye as a black Kanye. <laughs> you caught that. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's wild as hell. Kanye and Jay Z, that would be crazy. That would be a good one. Who's the, who's the living nah, that's right real now. life, though. Who's the living being um, crazy? Ball. It should huh? be Kanye against Paul McCartney, right? Right. Some Ball? crazy shit like Ball's that. I can see Kanye doing something like that. It, don't, it won't work. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit. Nah, Nobody that should be crazy. That. I don't want to see that shit. I, I think it would be crazy. That ain't it. So what's the next step? What's the next move for y'all? We've we got it in. you got a luxurious uh, uh, executive. So what's the next move? Are we are we trying to do tobacco like blunts? Because our people like blunts. Everybody, you can't, you although can't. I'm gonna take some well, of these. Legally, you, no, that's, but that's not for tobacco. That's for but you. not tobacco though. They got ones the that's hemp called. The hemp wraps, you like them? The what? The hemp wraps. The white boys? No, I don't like those. Um, there is some that I like though. There's uh, a company called Packwood. Mm -hmm. Do a great job of fake tobacco. It's, it's, it's not tobacco. Right. It's, uh, uh, it's a couple of companies. I don't want to keep um, naming them. But um, even Saucy, Saucy got a good blunt. Right. Uh, I don't know if you, um, Alex Todd. I don't yeah, know yeah, if you yeah. know Alex that's Todd. They, they got a great, 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 great blunt. So is there something that you guys are doing, or you, or you guys are? Um... I'm gonna stick with papers for now. Okay, cool. Um, I think that we'll, healthier. Yeah, we'll eventually like we want to stay on the health and wellness side of it. You right. know what I'm saying? But also lifestyle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like that's so a lot of the products that we'll create will be yeah. kind of. Aim in that direction, you know what I'm saying? So you're I like a GQ that, or cannabis, right? Yeah, now. bro. Like, you know, like GQ. We shit, just, we just, we just, we just high end quality. Good, man. Just uh -huh. high end quality, bro. Mm -hmm. We just want every time you have an experience of Viola for it to be a good one. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. we want the product to let it kind of let it speak for itself. You know what I'm saying? As we think about adding like brothers like him to strategic mm -hmm. partnerships and different things like that, it's right. really for us to try to figure out how do we put a stranglehold around the culture right. of cannabis. You right. know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the companies that we're out here buying product from and stuff like they don't look like us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a crime. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's because a crime. when you really just think about what our community been through because of cannabis, 
you know what I'm saying? Eighty-five percent of all drug arrests in black communities is, is cannabis related. Is there any you know any initiative saying? on on the company side to help with that? Like, yeah, we work. So we work. So that's the thing. So I don't pick one thing, right? You know what I'm saying? I kind of go across all of it, right? So like within our give back, you know, we feed we feed people, uh, we do expungements, right. uh, we help people uh, with this company called Root and Rebound, where we help them with uh, reentry back into the community. So trying to help them find places to live and jobs and different things like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like my biggest thing is like social social and economic empowerment. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Like we can we can we could uh, we can march and do all that shit as long as we want, but until we can can figure out how we can put money into the pockets of the people right. from the community. What's going to truly yeah. change things. What's ever right. going to change. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's what we really focus on is trying to hire more people of color right. and just really give them this opportunity so that they can participate because getting a job is one thing too, but we think ownership is another important thing. You know what right. I'm saying? So there's different social equity initiatives around the country. I think New York did an unbelievable job. You know what I'm saying? They smoke it everywhere in New York. They smoke it everywhere in New everywhere. York. But also when we talk about how they want to implement the program, you know what I'm saying? They provide and funding and all these different things that we will need in order to be successful. Right. Because if we don't have no bread, there's no way to really participate. Right. And then a lot of times the money that is available to us is predatory money. Mm. Meaning, first time we fuck up, we default, we can't pay back our loan, right. they take over our business for pennies on the dollar. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we trying to change all of that. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're working on and that's what John is now coming on with the village side of mm. the business is, is really focused on, you know, um, acquiring licenses and uh, excuse me, licenses in states where you know they're limited licenses. You don't actually need your own dispensary; you just get it in every other dispensary. Yeah, right. We can get, right. As a brand, we can do that. Right. Well, once you have the license, control our supply. We can control our supply. So right. we'd rather get a cultivation, manufacturing, and if we can get retail, that's icing on the cake. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? We can really control fully. You know our all. You know our distribution. Like you said, it's limited licenses in every state, so it's a lot of effort to try to get those licenses. <laughs> effort? I mean, like, seriously, like, in New York, the first round, they gave out 10 licenses, right? You know what none I'm saying? Each one black. of those people, none of them were black. Yeah. They considered, they checked the minority box because they take, they gave three white women uh, a license, oh, wow. but their husbands, two of their husbands were billionaires, right? Oh, so God. that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all kind of <laughs> bullshit, you right. know what I'm saying? So. We're trying to change that. We're speaking on that time. every day. It's in due time, but those licenses, just to give you an example, like those licenses are worth $100 million. Mm -hmm. right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, And it cost them probably $5 million to acquire it. You know right. what I'm saying? So when you think about like what it costs just to really be able to play in this game, it's right. like, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Is like so, that in LA the same prices? Or no? LA is, is not as expensive. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. The LA process, I've been a part of this process for the last two years and uh, it's really fucked up. I mean, they really drag people out, you know, in order to, you know, get a license, you had to be in control of the real estate. So that means you had to have some form of a lease, you paying money. I know people that like refinance their homes or whatever, just to be able to, you know, wow. pay those notes and there wow. still haven't been any licenses issued two years later. You know what I'm saying? So certain states is definitely, you know what I'm saying? Really kind of, you know, twisted, but, um, you know, like I said, I think New York is one that's a pretty good one we're working with, you know, on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, around the country is just trying to figure out how we can impact and give people a real opportunity for ownership in the cannabis space. God damn, make some noise. Yeah. Now, John, do you watch the show? <laughs> I do sometimes. I watch that shit, bro. You don't watch it? 
gotta watch the show. It's the bro. best do, fucking show on TV. I do sometimes. They kind of change the the hit actor with the dreads and yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob uh, Lattimore and all that. Yo, listen, um, uh, Lena White. Lena White, yeah, that's, amazing. That's, 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 yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the homegirl. But yeah, yeah. I do not watch it because that's my homegirl. Oh, okay. I watch it because, I, like, by the way, I'm black and Latino. I have black and Latino family in Chicago. I have black family and a Latino family that live across the street from each other, never seen each other for 30 years because they was warring. And when I came out there, it's the first time that I had my my black family and my Spanish, my Puerto Rican family meet together. And they're like, what? I live across the street? I like, but they're not family. You understand? I don't know if I'm making sense, but and what, that's, the, my only, that's my only critique of Lena White's The Shy is... I said, yo, she said, I said, yo, this is my favorite show. I love this so much. I'm so sorry to be that guy that gives you your one critique. And she's like, well, what's the one critique? You know what I mean? And, and I'm like, I didn't see a Puerto Rican in there. <laughs> like, there's no Chicago. Yeah, there's no Humble Park. There's no Humble Park. Yeah. There's no. That's, yeah. that's probably the only critique, criticism. And that, Mexicans. There's a lot of Mexicans well, in Mexicans Chicago. Well, Mexicans Absolutely. now. Mexicans Absolutely. now. But if you Been really, now, if you though. really, really. Even search Latino gangs, their origin is from Latin Kings. Oh, Latin Kings from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. So, Most gangs start in Chicago. Most yeah. of them. Well, yeah. Most yeah. of them. The biggest yeah. gangs, yeah. Folk, folk Nation, all came yeah. from Chicago. Uh, uh, Black Chicago, Peace Stones. Black Black Peace all Stones. that shit is like, like Chicago. Yeah. I put it like this. I heard LA was gangbanging first, but Chicago showed them how to separate. The land, like yo, T. Rogers, T. Rogers, yes. South side of Chicago. Uh, let me big up to uh, my people, Gangster uh, Chronicle Podcast, who is doing a documentary on T. Rogers right now. Yeah. He's from Chicago. He's originally from. He went to the jungles and brought the Black Peace Stones. Black Peace Stones, which, which is originally which is originally a, a Chicago gang. Right. He brought it to L.A. and now it's thousands of members. Right. All it, over the world. You, you know growing up and hearing these local street gangs, For and sure. now. You know, 20 years later, you're like, what? <laughs> like, I know you gotta be bugging. So, like, so what's crazy okay. is I'm from the low end, uh, um, an area called Lake Meadows, which uh-huh. is uh, right off of 33rd and Cottage. Okay. About a mile away was the fort, which was the Blackstone. That was the headquarters. Okay, that's um, um, the, the brothers, fort, the Fort brothers. Yeah, Jeff Ford and Johnny Ford. Well, you know, I know my shit. Come on, man. I know my shit. Come on, go ahead. Continue. Now I feel like a journalist. Come on, keep going. All right, come, come on, come on. So, so I, I grew up, mm-hmm. like, like right around all of that. I was never, you know, really... I saw the documentary. You see, yeah, I know yeah. I didn't want to look, act like I was down with the Ford brothers. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So the documentary. But, but I was, a, you know, around in my neighborhood, you know, knew people on both sides. And That was like the Black Panthers. They was feeding the kids. That that gang, essentially, that I watched as a youth is was a part of what was going on in L.A. because T brought them out here. I mean, well, out oh, there, right? right. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy how much... You know the uh, street organizations had impact on us as, as children. I tell you a funny shit. My first time in Chicago as Nori. I've been in Chicago as Poppy and Victor Santiago with my family. Okay. But now I come back as Nori, and I wore my hat to the wrong side. To the wrong side. You didn't know. And a person said, "Move your hat. Move your hat. Fix your hat." You like what? <laughs> what you mean? He told you that like trying you, or he just I can't said it kind of. I just, I just you. remember me being like, "What? 
What the fuck you mean, move my hat? Yeah. And then they look, as soon as they heard my accent, they was like, ah, oh, oh, knew you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he don't know no better. Yeah. My sock, I have my sock in a, in a certain <laughs> way. I'm Puerto Rican, so I always put, put money in my sock. I don't know why. <laughs> and like, they would check me like, yo, pull your sock down. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, is that something you just grew up a part of and you just knew that? Or that's something you had to learn? Because Chicago is like... Um, something you had to learn quick. You okay, know, if you were in the city, you know, right. I, I, I came from the city. It's, uh-huh. I'm a city kid, so, you know, yeah. when I'm moving around, trying to uh-huh. throw my little parties and stuff and trying to be cool with certain sides, you just have to know how to move and right. know how to be respectful and know who's what, you know? And yeah. you're neutral. You could be neutral. I could be neutral. I was affiliated on a couple of sides, but I'm very neutral. You know okay. what I mean? I was never. What side you affiliated? I was never a game banger. I was never a game banger. I was never. Why you trying to make an affiliate? What game? He's a neutral, man. What game you side? And this type of his life, you're not trying to go there. Right? Not at this point. He's like, oh, now you affiliated. I was affiliated as a young kid. You know, coming from a certain neighborhood. This is like if you're from this neighborhood and. It's right. a GD neighborhood, then right. you're kind of GD. But I wasn't never. Nah, yeah. I wasn't a game. Is that like something that's funny? Because right now there's GDs in, in New York. There's GDs everywhere. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's everywhere. It's the biggest black gang in the world. But that was something that again was originated in, in Chicago. Started on the south side of Chicago. Wow. Wow. And you you, you ever thought you'd be seeing shit like that? Is it bugged out to see it nah. when you go in another place and see it? It like, is crazy because uh-huh. Larry Jr. and I grew up together. And Wait, know, uh, hold on, let's just because you know our when he's saying Larry, so Larry, Larry yeah, Hoover. Right. Yeah, I thought okay. Trump was gonna pardon him, bro. I don't know why. Yeah, I thought yeah, I don't know. I, I just I had a wild. Kanye, you put that call in, man. That's Kanye. I just went just went. I just forget. Nah, but little Larry. Yeah, so it's just like just seeing, you know, and he's just so chill and just like such a good brother and his family. They're all great people, and. You know, just like seeing how much impact him and his family had throughout my youth and right. just seeing how it just grew and exploded. Like, right. I, I would never think that there would be GDs in Brooklyn, you right. know what I mean? But now they're everywhere, you know what I mean? You, like, you, know, so. you, you know, it was the crazy shit about going to Chicago. I always loved Capiti Green. I just yeah, always you know they it. tore it down. I know. Yeah. My, I know. My club was across the street. Um, and you dragon remember, room. Anybody you remember, remember the, the dragon chicken, room? Um, you remember the chicken spot called Sammy's? Of course. I used, to go, I, used to, I used to go there all the time. And the police used to come out like, yo, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, I just didn't belong. I was like, yo, fuck it. I love the chicken spot, Sammy's. You know what I'm saying? But um, all that spot is gone. Yeah, all that. So now, let me ask you something. Then we're going to move on to something pretty, pretty generic. Okay. But, in my opinion, I'm an outsider looking in. I'm not from Chicago. I have family on both sides from Chicago, black and Latino, right? Mm. But in my opinion, when the OGs was around, when the Capiti Greens was around, Chicago was an organized place. Yeah. It seems like to me. Straight they, renegade now. They took, they, they took out all the OGs. All the, the heads got locked up and the body just fell, right? Right. And yeah. once they took out the OGs, I felt like now it's wild, wild west. The like, young one run wild. Straight renegades. It's Good. like they do this thing. It's like uh, they call it ABK, EBK. Anybody killer, everybody killer. Wow. It don't matter. The kids is bad. That's, you know, that's why it's so much, you know, and they're doing it everywhere. You know, it's not, it's not just on the south side now. They got duck on um, Oak Street or, or Walton, or right. which is like Rodeo. Right. Imagine, you know. Some right. guys pulling up on Rodeo and 
Rodeo of Chicago. The Rodeo Drive of Chicago. Right, right. They got ducked there. That's where they got, you know, God bless. You ever thought it would be this bad? Because like, like, like I said earlier, I don't know if he was here, but um, I'm sitting here, I'm a little late, and I, I go to the uh, barbershop. And I, I hear all this new music, but I never get to see the videos, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there in the barbershop, and every the Bushaisi is my dog, and I'm talking about every video. They like this, and I'm like, they, I remember they used to monitor us. Right. I remember the most person who could get away with lyrics on Violator was Missy. <laughs> that was it. Like Missy, if you listen to Missy's lyrics, you're like, damn, she's saying some shit. Right. She's mm-hmm. like saying some gangster shit, but she's saying, get to know ya, get to know ya. And you ain't see, you ain't realizing she's saying, I'm beating you up the fuck up. Like, right? you ain't realizing she's saying that, like, but she's saying it like this, get to know ya, right? But so us, we had to remix our lyrics somewhat to say for us to have a commercial record. Right now, they're letting these records go out and they're letting the videos play with, like, I, I forget, I think it's Polo G. Mm, Is yeah. he from Chicago? Yeah, he's yeah, from Chicago. Yeah, I think it's Polo G. He got a video where he just wakes up and someone's just shooting at him. Yeah. And he's just he's just standing there and they're just shooting at him. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this? I'm like, is that on the regular TV? Like, is are we not on YouTube? They're like, nah, this is on whatever whatever it was. I'm sitting back. We couldn't do that. Is that like I and I'm sorry to get deep. Okay. Is that like a form of black genocide? Because just think about it. Come on, relax. Just think about it. If these are the dudes that's our heroes, right? I mean, when, when, I, when I was doing the music, I was heroes to people. If these are the new dudes that's heroes and that's the image they're portraying, how the fuck are we not? Did you just see the two 15 year old boys shoot the security guard in Atlanta? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I heard about that. Two 15 year old boys rolled up. It was like a video game, bro. They had masks on. They got the security. This is broad daylight. And I'm sitting back like, what the fuck? Who the fuck will give these years old? two 15-year-old kids? Yeah. So, like, is, is this, like, a form of, like, let us kill ourselves? This is the new music. You follow this this way. And... I think so. That's what I'm on. That's what I think. Because mm-hmm. to your point, like, why is it now acceptable? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because once again, I feel like our kids are so impressionable that when they see that, they starting to normalize it and think it's okay. It's like just a way of life. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, to your point, I think that these kids, it is a game to them, life or death. Mm-hmm. Like for us, we value life. You know what I'm saying? Especially they if we think got it's a game. Them, they think Living it's a game, bro. Game. It's like, like God bless for the past three days. I've heard of these three artists, and then when I heard of these three artists, I heard <clears> of them being <throat> arrested. Like, that's fucked up. It is, bro. Like, when you come in this, this this business, you get a record deal, you're supposed to be celebrating you. I'm not supposed to be finding out about you because you got arrested. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, that shit is, like, kind of right. fucked up. It's only us. It also, it also, so, I don't hear that in rock and roll. It only happens to us. Like you said, you've always said it. it. never happens in rock and roll. It's just our culture. Our... But it depends on the actions, though, too. No, but it's glorified because the hits is coming from that sound. 
Yeah, because to his point, like, when you think about, like, the hardest songs on the radio right now is literally talking about, like, that's somebody that got smoked. I mean, in the what is drill? Drill like, is that. Real it's that. Stories. Right. It's not that's like, what yeah. drill is. It's like a lot of y'all shit was like, because y'all, y'all, y'all was storytellers. Because yeah, yeah, when I listen yeah. to it, nah, yeah. but seriously. No, 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 I'm hating a little bit because I'm like, I can't get away with but that. But what I'm saying is, yeah. you, you was telling a story. You was talking about somebody, yeah. but you weren't yeah. saying the name. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. they saying the name. Like, yo, this nigga said it, and that said it, and he was there, and I was there, and we shot him there. It's just different. Like and before, it was storytelling. Now they telling the truth. They yeah. telling the truth. They, they telling like the right. truth. Yeah. They right. living that and it's shit. And every single day, bro. So it's totally yeah. different. Right. Yeah, it's drill. It's called drill. drill. Shout out to you know, And I didn't know what was drill rap until my man Sharif, who's here. We was arguing about like who had the most influence, Chicago niggas or New York niggas. Shout out Sharif, where you at? What up, Sharif Reef? over there? And he was saying obviously in Chicago, and then he started talking about drill, drill, drill. And I'm sitting on the call because he arguing with me and my man Najee, and I have no idea what he means by drill music. Uh-huh. And then I looked looked it up and realized like you didn't know that's what drill music Chicago means? shit okay. that these niggas is talking about killing. Uh-huh. That's real. That's scary. I'm, I'm the, one last story. I was just in Chicago last week. Me and my man Dan, my co-founder in Viola and Village, and we're at the Nobu Hotel. We're going to Nobu to grab some food up top. These three kids are in front of us, and as we're walking on the elevator, I could tell they start looking back, like kept looking back. Are we in at California, us. you said? No, we were in Chicago. Chicago, at the Noble, so we, Noble we, Hotel. Okay. Noble Hotel. So okay. these three kids, they walk in, they get on the elevator. No. So we get on the elevator, Dan is in front of me, so he don't kind of see, so he just walks on the elevator. So I'm looking, I could tell the way they looking, they like, what's up? So we get on the elevator, right? right? <laughs> and... One of the ones in the back, he kind of stepped to the back and he's still like looking at us. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, they're like, why did we get on the elevator with them? Mm. So what I said to them, I was just like, yo, where y'all from? And he was like, Chirac. He said, that shit is soon by. By the time I said from, he was like, Chirac. Uh. And I was like, oh, all right. He was like, where you from? I was like, I'm from Jersey. I'm chilling. You good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. And then he kind of calmed down. Yeah, yeah. But you could tell like he was yeah, you, looking You're not at, an enemigo. Yeah, bro. He was looking at us like, what's going on? What's up? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like. Them boys in Chicago, they ain't playing them kids yeah. out there, bro. Because these yeah. dudes they ain't kids, never been playing. <laughs> they were kids. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. But the music is definitely selling that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy. You got a new artist? You got one of them, those new crazy guys? A new drill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy guys. Like, you know, nah, they nah. all crazy to me. I love them. I love them. And I love nah, them. Like, is that what they used to be? Nah. I, was like, I used to be like, I'm looking like, yeah. Nah, not right now. Not right now? I'm just working on it. You fuck with Little Dirk? None of them dudes? I fuck with them. I okay. love all of the young kids out of Chicago. You know okay. what I mean? I got a lot of uh, relationships with their management teams and all that, but I'm just focused on Ye and yeah. this shit right here. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. How does Ye look at that? How does he look at that scene? Yeah, he like started this? it. Let me just tell you something. Yeah, Russell, wow, I'm sorry. Keep, okay, we're going there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember what I mean by that is when he jumped on Chief Keef record. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. That's where Drill. That's where Drill went pop. Yeah. See, Drill was real underground. Let me tell you something. I walked to my son's room one day and I saw him watching Chief Keef video, and I at first did not like. I was just like, all right, cool, because it looked like they was in a <coughs> cul-de-sac. It looked like they was like, and I did not see that they was pulling out guns. <laughs> like I just saw them, they were just over there in the house, and I was just like, oh, okay. I said, like, look, I said, that's what you listening to? And then I left out, and then I realized these niggas got choppers. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I just allow my son to just look at? <laughs> and then I met Chief Keep, obviously, it was great. But 
Yes, I, I met Chief Keith in front of the Marjan Hotel. It was fucking awesome. Uh, I, I fuck with you, Chief. Um, but Kanye made drill music go to that level when he jumped on. That's that shit I don't like. Remix of the first record. Yeah. It was. Uh, what did you feel about that? Did you know what he was doing? Um, at the time, I wasn't working with Ye. But I was working with a kid named King Louie, who he shouted out on that record. Um, King Louie, that's that's not um, okay. No, let me tell you. It was a, it was like they were like the two kind of big drill guys at the time. It was uh-huh. Chief Keith and King Louie, uh-huh. and uh, King Louie actually got on the Jesus album. We yeah. and um, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not my favorite. Okay, okay it's a great enough. album though. Everybody yeah. got an opinion. You know me, you got um, beef about that. I like that album. That's a great album. <laughs> but every other Kanye yeah, album. I would say, you know, Ye's a visionary, and he yeah. saw, you know, what Keith was doing, and I think that's why he got on the record. Right. In my opinion, that's just what I believe. Right. And he saw what was going going on with him, and they had a relationship, right. and uh, it really helped to, like you say, right. launch the whole movement because Keith is still, right. you know, no, he's still a king of uh, drill. King of drill yeah, sure. he's still a king of drill. Well, can you define drill music? So it's a Chicago subgenre of street. I like that. What is that? From Chicago. From a Chicago, Chicago person, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. It's um, it's really at its core, South Side street hip hop of Chicago. That's what it really is. Now there's there's. There's, there's drill artists all over the city and all over the country. All over the world. All over the world. There's drill artists in London all over the world. Right but really, it started out south. Right. Yeah. And it's like some south side street shit. So it's hip hop. No, it's yeah, definitely hip hop. Sure. It's definitely hip hop. Because sure. at first, street rap. When you do the origin of drill, when you do the origin of drill and you see these different cliques, because they were all just like little kids, Mm. they were like basically just shouting out these gangs or these sets that that we didn't know. But we were just listening to this shit like, this just sound ill. (laughs) And and, and then it it, it, it kept going and kept going. That's right. And um, now Chicago is the forefront of motherfucking music. That's right. With Kanye and without him. Like, what? Is that something you're proud of? Absolutely, man. I've been working in the Chicago hip-hop shit since 89, so it's right. like, for me, it's just a you know a dream come true. You know? right. God bless that. <laughs> Holy moly guacamole, man. This, this is a good one. Man. I have a question. Go ahead, motherfucker. Drill doesn't necessarily mean gang music, right? Or is it... Is it I think that's I think that's up to your point of view. Yeah, because that's like saying gangster rap don't mean you a gangster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nah, it's, you know it's a gangster rap falls under gangster. Yes. So what I'm trying to say is, could drill music be also telling a story? Why not? not? Yeah, I, mean, I think drill music does tell. It tells a it tells a, it tells it tells a, a story. hundred percent. But it's more street stories. Does The story doesn't end well for most cases. Like, is it? Does it, is it really gang? Or is it just, can you storytell? Or it has to be reality? But it's street. It's street. I think it's street. It's I don't street. know if it's necessarily yeah, gang. I don't right. want to use that word. Okay, word. Because okay, okay. to me, that has like a street organization implication. Right. right. I'm not saying that. It's just street stories to right. me. It's like if you had beef with somebody and then you put it on the record and you're just you putting put that on the record. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's true. it. I understand what my perception of it is. I just wanted to know from someone that's from there. 
even if he could be removed from there, not disrespecting, because you could be easily removed from what your ties and, and, is. NWA time a thousand. Listen that. Got it. NWA time a thousand, because they said fuck the police. Right. These so kids they say talk fuck about the next nigga out the block. And they really shooting at each other. Yeah. Right. Each other. And we are we are removed from it, because I guarantee yeah. you on the street level, they're going to say, you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chicago dudes don't give a fuck about nobody else but Chicago dudes. They don't care about Chicago dudes neither. They just, it's just wild, and wild west. By the way, the reason why I asked the question is, it's not just a Chicago thing. The drill, no, drill has now been worldwide. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, drill. It's everywhere. No, no, it's worldwide. Everywhere. He was he was speaking to the origins of drill. I like, what like when he said, said what he yeah. said. He, that's what correct. He said it was 100 true. It's about that, and we talking about it. It's just like hip-hop. Like, all right, cool. Hip-hop, the Bronx had it for so long. Yeah, like, just be, just be clear. The Bronx had it. Yes, they invented it. We got to give it to them. But eventually, it went to Queens. Eventually, it went to Brooklyn. Eventually, it went to whatever. Right. And they couldn't just claim hip-hop no more. Hip-hop is, is, is everything. Right. The same thing with Drill. Drill started in, in the south side of uh, Chicago. But does not mean that a person... In Liberty City, a person in Overtown, Overtown a person in uh, like 40 right. Projects, a person in uh, 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 whatever can't, 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 uh, yeah, Bushwick can't, can't, can't do the same thing. But, but it goes back to my original question to you, John, um, and maybe you can't answer it. Does someone like Kanye look back, think of Drill and say, like, what does he think of it, ultimately? I can't answer that, but I, I know that he respect, or I would think that he respects the impact, but I can't answer what Can you respect artists, but understand the negative implications that this music has overall in the bigger scheme of the things? The impact. I can. Can you? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You can watch porn without being a freak. <laughs> yes. Well, not if you study DBT, drinking Tiger Bowl. I like the way he said Don't necessarily that. mean you're a freak. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't necessarily mean you a freak. Hey, now and then somebody watch some porn. We bust one out. Don't mean don't mean you a freak. It just means you know you had to let one go, baby. You have an interest. Shit happens, man. Shit happens, man. What's your favorite part of the music business? The create creating the music and the actual content. Yeah. Studio. Studio stuff. Okay. Studio. Oh. And then I think second behind that is uh, working on rollout. But definitely the uh, inception like of being there when the beat, the first time the beat is played and that first flow and all that, I just like, that's just always been my shit. Studio rap shit. So what's your favorite part of Kanye? Is it the producing part or is it the artist part? Mm. I'll do a shot. I mean, that's do all, a shot? Oh, 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 oh. That's all artists. I mean, I mean, you got to do this. Might as well. It's organic. John is my real friend, man. He's my real friend in real life. After this, I wanted to have a life. That's what I wanted to have a life. I don't want to. He hasn't drank all night. Let's give him a word of a laugh. No, no, no. Listen, John, you're my real friend in real life. I want to do that. Yeah, 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 not with that. Yeah, yeah, not with that. I'll take a shot. Me and I'll take a shot. I can't let you take a shot. I'll take a shot for you. I can't let you take a shot for you. I'll take a shot for you. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to take a real shot with you. I'll take a shot for you. But you know what? It's very interesting. Yeah, let me take a sh
Okay, so, I'm gonna take a little bit of it. Take a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Hey, Baco, Baco. Bro, I didn't have to do that. Alright, cool. You t- oh, you took it down already? Tastes yeah. good. It was smooth. It was smooth. Wait, you took you took the shot or something? You used about to say that. I can't really drink. You know, you you know what's interesting to hear you say that. What's that? Is what I asked you. Is Kanye the artist or Kanye the producer? But the producer is the artist, and the artist is the producer. I mean, it's all artistry. It is all artistry, but no, it's two not. But I mean, you mean the MC maybe? Or is that said right? The artist, artist. When I, I mean, say, I, when you say artist to me, the producer is the artist, in my opinion. Okay, maybe I should have said MC. Okay, all right. So MC, because it's like, it's a totally different. Like when I look at Pharrell as an MC, and I look at him as an artist, it's totally different. Um, I think I'm more of a fan of Kanye as an artist, but I can't say I'm less of a fan of Kanye as a producer. <laughs> Like, I've, yeah. like, like, so it's that's a very hard because question. you first learned of Kanye uh-huh. as a producer and probably uh-huh. became a fan of his as uh-huh. making beats on these different people projects, specifically Jay Z and the whole fan rock and all that. So like he was getting hot first as a producer, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And you know, how did he first come to you though? As, as an a MC, rapper. Okay. I met rapper. him uh, thirty cool. years ago in '91 through uh, my boy Lucian. He was in a rap group called State of Mind. That was his first rap group. And, Kanye. Uh, Kanye was, yeah, it was uh, Lucian, Kanye, and another guy named Gene. You already uh, working with No ID at the time? I started working with No ID in uh, 96 uh, or 97. 96 or 97. So you met Kanye first in 91, you said? Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. Wait, yeah but, not, but I met No ID around the same time, though. So I've known them both probably about 30 years, but um, I started working with Kanye as soon as I met him, we started working together. Oh, like as soon as he told you, he said, you got to work with me. Dude. You know, he was always so ill. Like, he wasn't never whack. You ever meet a motherfucker who just was never whack? Like, he just was never whack. Them beats was always crazy. Them raps was always hard. Like, he just was always just that nigga. Like, make some noise for Kanye West. Gemini, fellow Gemini. Are we gonna bring Biggs and James Cruz in here? Because yeah. Biggs gotta have an opinion on that too. Come on, goddamn it! Come on, come on, James Cruz! Come on, James Cruz! Come on, damn, James Cruz! Come on, come on! Just two minutes! Come on, come on! <laughs> nah, but that's ill. I, I, I didn't. Um, I, you know. There's only certain people who can live in those two different lives, right? A great producer and a great artist, right? Mm-hmm. Off top, I think of Dr. Dre, right? Right. I think of Puff Daddy. For sure. I think of Kanye. I think of Pharrell. I think of... No. Mr. Lee, no. Q-tip. Q-tip. Don't forget about Q-tip. 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 Ooh, Havoc. Havoc. Havoc, for sure. Havoc. Yeah. That that's that's pretty hard. That's pretty hard to maintain both. But even if you look at that list, I, I, you got to kind of say Kanye's the real MC absolutely. of the list, yeah, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, or am yeah. I tripping? No, no, no. no, no you're maybe right. I'm YouTube biased. I don't know. No, 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 you're not biased, bro. What, what, well, no. I, yeah, what, I guess. Reef? No bias. Right. What was... 
What was he to Chicago? Yeah, yeah, I would say Q-Tip and rivals Kanye's and MC Nessus. No, but, 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 right, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, right? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy can't leave him out of it. Oh, yeah, you're right. You can't leave Soldier Boy out of it. He's definitely his own shit, too. Um... But what are, so it's this good. record that comes out, right? And, and, and you know, hopefully you can help us with this. Big brother, my big brother, used to be Dame and Big's brother. Who is hip hop brother? Who is no ID friend? No ID my mentor. Uh, not a story again. So this record comes out. Mm-hmm. How do you feel hearing this record prior to it coming out? Because this could be I'll, taken the wrong way. This can be taken the right uh, way. What do you think? What, do you, what is your first thought? think he was just being honest as he always was if you just listen to him he tells you what is on his mind he never would hold back and I think that's what really was so warm and um just welcoming to like the fans and that's why people just love him so much because he never holds back still to this day you know what I mean if you Carleen think of something give him no tickets for real no that that really happened <laughs> you know Carleen didn't give him tickets for real. I love Carleen that's the homie we cool now but Yo, back then, right. well, we was getting fronted on. Right. Straight yeah. up. Right. I think yeah. you need to take that other shot. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna front. You need to get up, man. You need to get up, man. But for real, that was really like that? Like, yeah. Right. But shout out to Biggs, man. He took right. us on our first private jet, man. <laughs> Damn, Biggs took me on my private jet. Biggs, I wanna go that was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Oh, man. Now, this is history right here, man. You know what I mean? Um, and You, you know, drink the whole bottle, bro? Oh, yeah. You want another one? I mean, you know. The, you another know, one. Nah, we good. This is the yeah. finest of the finest. Yeah. the finest. From the, the Alps finest. of I don't even know. Yeah. This yeah. is like fantastic. Too, right? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Pour it over the watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was on, we was on a group chat. You know what I'm saying? Biggs was there with one of, you know, somebody. I had to tell him I drink more Ace than you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. But black owned, this is what I love. Like, you know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, I think Ace is a, 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 the greatest product in the world. But then the fact that I, I know the brother who owns it, that's secondary. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I know the. And the packaging. The packaging. Look, look, that shit just looks sexy. Look. That shit just looks sexy, bro. That shit look like you got a finger popping or something. And don't forget Duce. Duce looks amazing too. Come on, look at look at Duce. And Delion, look at Delion. And Delion, look at Ciroc. This is all Don't forget Colombian White. Don't forget Colombian White. Don't forget Michi, Crazy Michi. This is all black. Make some noise, B. Yeah, we got shit. Glass, so I sip. Oh, that's glass. very expensive. So, what's the end all be all with Viola? Where are we trying to have Viola in Mars by 2027? Yeah, bro, we want to be the biggest. We want to be when it comes Ooh, to black good, cannabis. We want to be those been guys. a lot, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all just been letting this shit go down. Like, I see you has. You're like, he you. never snored. He yeah. always snores. It's a part of the soundtrack. Oh, today. shit. Don't do that. Yeah, he been going hard today. Don't do that. <laughs> you got sleep apnea, guys. Come on. Yeah, right. We all got it, bro. We all got it. <laughs> oh, foul. That's foul. <laughs> 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 we in also, like right now, we in, um, I think we in six states. 
Six states. What, can, you, can you tell us the states you're in? So we're in California, Oregon, uh, Washington. In Oregon, we get high all night, no restrictions. We're all good. Colorado, Drink Colorado no Oklahoma, reason. and Michigan. Nice. We're about to launch in uh, Canada next month. Ooh. And then we got Maryland and Missouri we're about to launch in. Nice. Uh, beginning of 2022. We're working on New York, so New York is about to open up the new application process. So we're trying to get And we need Florida to open up. Relax, relax. Let them finish. Let them finish. No, that was your question. Good. Good. What, Florida? What's going on with Florida? Does anybody got any insight on Florida? I mean, Florida's kind of set up, they monopolized Florida. You know what I'm saying? They only gave certain people licenses and they running it up, especially like companies like Truly. But I think that they about I mean, to be buying some True Leaf. I'm out of line. You be buying from? Them? Yeah. You ain't out of line, man. Okay. I mean, that's what you you know. You try. You need your medicine. Yeah, I need it. I, I get it. it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we need Viola to get a license in that's or Village to get about. a license in Florida. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? That'd be dope. Can we all get involved? Is there a campaign? Of course, to go we can all get Viola to like Florida. We gonna work. Florida. We love Florida. We are gonna work on. We gotta come up with a game plan how we go all benefit. We can do the smoke champs dispensaries, bro. We got smoke champs dispensaries. We got smoke champs the brand, whatever the fuck you wanna have. You know what I'm saying? But the license is the key. No, that is the only key. Can we partner up and figure out how to work it? Yeah, bro. Like these licenses out here. I mean, think about every license you get. You can open up thirty plus dispensaries. Oh wow! With one license, right? Like most states, they don't have that. That's what I'm saying. They're allowed to monopolize this state. You know what I'm saying? Most of you get a cultivation. That's is a cultivation license. Right. Ain't got nothing to do with stores. Last you know what I'm saying? Wow. Sooner or later. Now. Yesterday. Florida. Sooner yeah. or later. Yesterday. Yesterday. No, yeah, if, if, if it's going to happen. Yesterday. He said, I said sooner or later. I think you're yesterday. That vegan, whatever he got, is too much. <laughs> <laughs> that tiger ball is that tiger ball. Let me try that tiger ball. Try that tiger ball again. Let's change your life right now. Let's change his life. Give me a little
Now, now, now I'm moving this away. You don't want that. Shit, who is that? Jason? Jason? That's Who has? You gonna take some of that? Yeah. Yo, get out of here, Janine. No, you're gonna score some more, bro. Come on, relax. That's starting to come out. Make sure you get the engineer. Make sure you get the engineer, cause when the fans ask us why the sound sounds so fucked up, I just want everyone to know. Look, look, look. Focus in on him. That was out. Drinking Tiger Bone. That was really out. Yes. Your Tiger Bone is different. Yeah, it is. I was gonna try to hit. I was organic, y'all. Huh? What? I'm sorry. Yeah, you de- you definitely not coming. We're gonna leave you the fuck where you at. <laughs> this is so I asked, him, I asked him earlier, what's his favorite part of the game? I would like to ask you, what was your favorite part of playing playing the game when you were playing it? Basketball? Yeah. My favorite part of the game was the was the arena. Just the just the fans, just playing. So what's your favorite arena? Mm. My favorite arena is, is the Madison Square Garden. God damn, oh, great ass. Yeah. What's your second favorite? My, my second favorite is the United Center. Chicago. Chicago. Uh, and your third is American Y'all Airlines was, Arena in Miami, right? No, no, no. Golden State. My third is <laughs> probably Golden State. State. Y'all was lit. We was Barry lit. Davis. Y'all spawned 140 points. And Barron said he smoked his whole career. He did. And Matt Barnes okay. and Stack. Yeah. And you ain't burned that one time with the y'all? I smoked them one time, bro. Oh, I you did? All right, all right, you been. Yeah. Yeah. We got him. Yeah. 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 It, was, it, was, it was not halftime. <laughs> <laughs> only, only time I smoked at halftime was in the big three. I just can't believe it. The big three. Yeah. 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 Uh, but nah, um, oh, Barry yeah, Davis, you smoked with him one first time. First time I smoked with them was in Phoenix, Arizona. We had just it was eliminated from the playoffs, and I remember how paranoid I was after smoking with them. Oh, you got eliminated, so you had an excuse to get. You got an excuse yeah. to get high. Well, like, it was crazy though. We got. I got. Listen, was crazy about that though? I got drug tested the next day. Uh-huh. And you beat it, but you had a diluted joint. Diluted, yeah. So yeah, that's when I found out that you know part of the process. Never mind, I'm snitching. Never no, say it. Nah, man, come on. You ain't. But yeah, you get one dilute a year. Oh, in the program. So like they test you four times. They test you four times, but one of them can be diluted. Shout out to David Stern. I'm Adam Silver. Big shout out to David Silver. Silver. Yeah. No, Adam Silver A1. Yeah, he gonna let it go. We about to we about to launch this uh this product, a topical cream called Replay. Uh, with the players next Which year. Which is like C B D rub on the Harrison cream Wells. or whatever. Uh, well, yeah. That's Wells. dope, man. Yeah. yeah. So for like, you know, after the game when you know you stiff and you know right. anti-inflammatories and shit like that. Cause I took anti-inflammatories for seven straight years. So I mm. took three pills a day, two in the morning, one at night. Mm-hmm. Just so that I could feel good to go out and keep, you know, wow. playing. Well, Molly you know Perkins set. Yeah, you know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. So <laughs> Future I models. know how important it is for athletes to recover. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, because, yeah. nigga, we always hurt, bro. Like, there's no such thing as 100%. Like, I think once you become a professional athlete, you're no, never you gotta 100%. Get hurt. It's just always something. You're you know constantly in recovery. Constantly. constantly. Your body's in recovery. Something's hurting, bro. Right. Constantly. I have you know to ask saying? you a question, please. And no, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, please. I love how he's shaking every time he asks you a question. No, yo. In the big three, (laughs) in the big three, Charles Oakley gave you a good one. Charles Oakley gave you a hit in the nose. You fell, and he tried to apologize. I think you said, "Forget about it. It is what it is. Part of the game." But how was that dealing with Charles Oakley? 
Yeah, Charles Oakley a little bit scared of Charles This is all I'm going to say. This is all I'm going to say. When I was a rookie, there was a lockout. So Michael Jordan was retiring, but he was still trying to go through the process of helping us get through that process. And I'm not going to say who it was, but all I know is we standing in the lobby at the Hilton Hotel in, 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 uh, in like Union Square or whatever. That's the hotel we were at. And all I hear is like, chill, Oak, chill, Oak. And I watch Oak, Charles Oakley, smack one of like the NBA like tough guys. Uh, one of the guys that was considered Charles a tough Barkley? guy. Charles Oakley. No, I mean Barkley. Oh, yeah. Did he smack Barkley? I was no, like, you don't know who he is. He, he smacked Jordan. He ain't smacked Jordan. Nah, he smacked somebody. That, that's crazy. You Tony say that name. What? What? Who you said? Barkley. That's crazy that he would say that name, but he Ooh. smacked this guy. It seems like I want to say Ruben like Waller, but it's Charles Oakley. Go ahead. He smacked this guy, and I'm and I'm 18 years old, and I'm sitting there like, what uh, the fuck? Barkley got smacked. Let's just throw it out there. No, I ain't saying that. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. It's it's crazy. Crazy. No, it's crazy that you said that name. I'm like, just, why would you say that name? Let's just spread but the rumor. Don't say this okay, man. We'll, yeah, deal with, we'll deal with the results Bro, later. Smacked his face off. Charles Barkley. Now Charles, I'm on, now I'm Charles Barkley smacked Charles Barkley. What did his name start with? with? No, in the Charles Hilton Hotel. Hotel. Smacked somebody. In the right. Hilton Hotel, Charles smacked and Charles. I saw that with my own eyes. It was two Charleses. Two Charleses. I'm just saying. So just think about that as being like a 18 year old. So you say it's a possibility that Charles Oakley smacked Charles Barkley. Let's just throw it out there. He's like, oh, it's it's a good chance. It's a good chance. It's a good chance. So when he hit me, you know, it was just. Oh, it was like, it was, <laughs> no, no. And when he hit me, no, no. In, in 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 2017, like domestic abuse. <laughs> in 2017. So when he hit me, in 2017, <laughs> big three in our season. Shout out to Ice Cube, shout big chance alumni. Shout out to Ice Cube. Yeah, he 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 gave you the waka thing. Yeah, they yeah, gave yeah. you the walk out. But we beat their ass, so it's yeah, all Shout out to the championship. That's what we got around. So, so it's safe to say when Charles Oakley got kicked out the garden, was you mad or you was like, fuck that? He get that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I know where Oakley will go with some shit, yeah. so kicking him out probably was the smartest thing they could have done. Uh-huh. All right, I don't, all right, let's, 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 we need clarification. <laughs> I'm just saying, so when bro. you saw the footage, you felt like Oak should have been kicked out. Because, no, I shouldn't got kicked out. But because he's saying, a Knicks legend. No, I mean they should have never done it. They should have gave him some great Spike Lee out too, right? Yeah, no, no, they didn't let Spike Lee get in. It's hey, a man, difference. Man. Yeah, that was yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a difference. They told Spike go to another. No, I think I think with Oak, man, like you know, Oak was already in bent. They kicked him out, huh? Yeah, I could tell he was bent. I, yeah, I said, yeah, I see that right, shit. Man. He was, I, I was drunk. He was a little drunk. He was a little drunk, but I felt like... Like, like he gave all drink champs or something? Nah, he, nah, he was worse than drink champs. We wish. Like, we yeah, we wish. Yeah, he could he come on here like that. It's okay. But um, he still shouldn't have got kicked out. He shouldn't have got kicked out. Yeah. Man, he a legend, like you said, but that's right. what I'm saying. But I think that they just, uh, they didn't let Patrick Ewing in the other day. Right. Yeah, right. You almost right. beefing, too. Like, come right on, how that. you don't let Patrick Ewing You're right Ewing about in, that. Bro. You're right about that. Right, let's just he throw it out there, because I'm not trying to get an NBA contract ever, or I don't really care about having tickets. Um, we have the worst owner in the Knicks history. Ernie Grumfield? No, not Ernie. What's the no, other? What's the other? James Dolan. James, James Dolan. Dolan, yeah. Who the fuck is Ernie? He's the one before Ernie. All right, you gotta relax. He was a general manager. <laughs> you confused me way too much. Yeah. Huh? He was just a general manager. James but, Dolan was James his name? James Dolan is his and name. And I don't want no beef with him because I don't want to be banned from the garden, but I don't really give a fuck. Like, it's okay. Right. I can watch it from the Irish pub around the corner. It's all right. Right. Um, but he's kind of like not really letting us live. He did this year, right? We got a couple of players. All right. Got D Rose back. 
phenomenal. Right. Chicago, I'm sorry. We took it. It's all right. It's all right. Um, <laughs> uh, what's, what's with the MVP? That was our MVP? Julius Randle. Julius Randle. And then um, what's the um, the number one pick? R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. 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 We were looking good for a second. We did until we ran into Trey Young. Ice cold Trey. Right. Shout out to Atlanta. They're going to take Philadelphia. Sorry. That's little Drake, man. Ice cold We ran into little Drake. Trey. That's your call. Yeah, little Drake. Like, little Drake was just throwing up number ones. All over the place. That little boy cold, man. He wild as fuck. That's crazy with that little light skin little thing. Little light skin. Oh, I got to go there. No disrespect. Hey, you're balling. 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 You're But I ain't gonna lie, the fact that the Knicks even got there, it felt good as a New Yorker. Come on, we, we're all. But the guard was rocking too, bro. Guard was rocking. Oh, I ain't gonna lie, I don't like the disrespectful fans. When they threw, they threw yeah, the um, yeah. spit on that. Yeah, that's not. But right. let's not highlight that. Fuck them Thank assholes. But listen, yeah, all but, I'm gonna say, this but, what I'm gonna say real quick, real quick. Okay. I, for me and my experience in the league, the loudest arena. For me, hands down, it's still been the garden. So I was in the arena when Larry Johnson hit the four-point play against oh, the Pacers. Mm, mm. And, bro, I thought it was an earthquake. Right. Wow. The motherfucking arena was, like, shaking. shaking. Uh -huh. Like, it was, like, moving. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, like, for sure, like, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks, son. You played the Golden State? Um, played the Golden State, too. No, you was no, on Golden State. Yeah, 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 no, no, you was on Golden yeah. State. So you ain't, you, you they played They was wild, too, that, but, they, okay. but they was, like, see, what I love about the Oakland fans, especially back then, it wasn't corporate. Like, now it's corporate. Now it's all the, uh, the tech money and all that shit. They got the, right. but before, it was, like, the nigga fans. Um, it was like the, you see the um, white boy? Um, he said, sons in four. ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。ジェイクラーダ。
Word. I might go Cameron Payne before I go him too, but just oh, we'll talk man. about it later. I don't, After not, the show, we can talk about it. Oh, we gonna bring in other people or not? Yeah, I'm ready, man. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. I'm gonna take the BBs. Come on, I'm gonna take the BBs too. My bad. I'm gonna take a definite opportunity while we in transition. At Harrington. So what was, your, what was the difference between Indiana Pacers and Golden State? You coming in as a rookie, and then you transitioning into a... a I was just a way better. I was a way better player in Golden State, but... You had a better... Uh, but we had, the same, we had the same kind of family environment. That's why I say the most success I had was on teams where like, we was like brothers. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. With Golden you know, State. Indiana and Golden State was the only two teams where I had that kind of vibe. That's hard. Yeah. Because Matt Barnes and uh, uh, Stax... They're like relatable. Right. They deal with the real, real. We we talk as humans. Uh, Derek McKee, Antonio Davis, Dell Davis, Chris Mullen, those are legends to me. Right. So as you going in as a young man from high school, how you see them as veterans, and then you deal with people that you relate to is a different ambiance. But for me, I had to. I mean, I had to be with them niggas all the time, though. So I ain't had no choice but to kind of learn and. Like, I learned mad shit, fuck just basketball. Like, right. how to have a girlfriend and wife and Family. all that. Yeah, like, they told me all that shit. That's hard. Like, how to move, you know what I'm saying? No, I respect that 100%. Being that you're an athlete and you're from New Jersey, I always want to relate that because this is definitely Miami, New York, drink champs. Right. I'm, I'm the only one from New Jersey, so every time I get Naughty by Nature, Lords of the Underground, or anybody in, in, yeah, such yeah, as yourself, yeah. I gotta say, you gotta I, I relate up. that struggle. <laughs> we don't get the love, right, but, right, right. but you being an NBA athlete and being an NBA veteran at a young age, you came in high school, professional. Now you're an entrepreneur and you're still young. You're 40. 41. That's young. Yeah. So congrats to you Thank and, you and celebration to you on your efforts and, and endeavors. But how can you give back to, let's say, New Jersey? To the people that don't got nothing. Right. Like, how can you get back and say, I'm doing it, I'm showing it, I'm proving it, and, and there's a future? So, mostly what we've been doing is, like, obviously all the states where we, you know, where we have licenses in or whatever, like I said, we do mad shit in the community from, like, you know, rehabbing homes, rebuild, refurbishing parks, like I said, always feeding the people. The community. It's just all about the community, you know what I'm saying? Because... Is this under uh, Harrison Wel Wellness? It's under, it's under Viola Cares. So Viola we have this company called Viola Cares. Viola Cares. Yeah, yeah. So Viola Cares. So that's why I said we had the partnership with Root and Rebound. And we help with the reentry, with the expungements. And then, like I said, we just work with just different people that we know within the community that can, like, help us with the, with the give back in regards to feeding, like, turkey drives, clothing drives, toy drives, all of that. You know what I'm saying? So is the community <clears throat> accepting you for what you're bringing now or for what you was as an NBA player? No, I think now, now, like we winning now. You're winning hard. You know hard. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's different, you know what I'm saying? And it's cannabis, you know what I'm saying? Something that people yeah. don't expect. Mostly cannabis, any interaction with cannabis is always led to something very negative, you know what I'm saying? So now it's like, oh shit, like this is helping us, this is rebuilding us, this is giving us, putting us in a better position to win, you know that's what dope, I'm saying? That's dope. I want to congratulate you and say I, I, I follow that 100%. And, and I'm glad that you're doing that. You got a that. chair? You can give him a chair? Okay. Coming in, Jay Cruz. Yo, it was, a, it, it was a salute for y'all to be here. Right. Thank you for yeah. everything. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Drink 10 Sports Edition. You want ice? Yeah,
Harmonic Spades. No, let's go, baby. Please. Please, that's, that's, that's my drink of choice. Yeah, you like champagne? That's, that's, all, that's all I am. Yeah, I'm going to be able to get home tomorrow. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. The way you open it, I'm gonna, let me open it. I ain't going to lie. I was very nervous how you opened it. He <laughs> <laughs> just left the shit right there. I'm like, no. Because <laughs> you know that's your boom. Like, yo, listen, we had yeah, bad experiences. Right really? We had bad experiences here. <laughs> no, no. No, I got you. I got you. I usually can't drink champagne. Yeah, no. Nah, I, I, I love champagne. Twist it. I love champagne. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. All right, now we got some management powerhouse right here right now. So I want to know between both y'all. Well, Nori already kind of alluded to you about who is the most 
you don't say difficult, but what's the most difficult part about managing an artist? I don't want to say specific artists. Trying to help them prioritize the difference between what they think is uh, important sometimes and what's uh, a real true priority in business. Mm. Like I feel for you dealing with like Kanye, for example, when you from the outside looking and you know, when we're looking at Kanye, it seems like he's unmanageable. Yeah, he says that. I mean, I don't even look at myself as his manager. I'm just on his team, just helping him run his business, you know, and my, my specific focus is, uh, is on music. But, um, yeah, I would say, he, you know, if anybody is unmanageable, it's him because he just has so many different interests and he moves in so uh, many different ways, you know. Because I've, I've managed artists myself and, and it feels like, and I also feel like I'm a part of the creative process. I don't know if y'all feel, I'm assuming, I think y'all feel that you're part of the creative process. And it just feels like it just takes so much energy to manage another human being. Well, I mean, in, in my personal opinion, this is just me speaking, I don't find any part of management difficult mm. because I don't take it as managing a person. I don't take it as managing an artist. I take it as managing the things around them to help them excel and succeed and make their dreams come true. So it's, it's not difficult because to see somebody else excel makes me happy. Right. And making somebody else's dreams come true, in turn, make mine come true. That's mm. how I approach management. Mm. But the one thing with an early artist mm. that sometimes could be positioned as difficult, to me, is business etiquette. Mm. Everybody's always trying to keep it real and, and want to talk a certain way and act a certain way. When you get into certain rooms, you know what I mean, there has to be a certain amount of etiquette. I mean, I heard you know, them talk about getting into the cannabis business. Mm. And you know, there are certain rules and guidelines you have to follow. So when you're in certain rooms, those rooms and guidelines become very important. Mm. And you speak a certain way in a certain approach to things. That's a difficult part mm. in the beginning. But once they catch it and to see them find out, okay, they get into their zone, it becomes like, wow, look at that. Now I don't need to sit here and close the deal for you. Close your own deal. Uh, That's what you want from an artist. To watch right. Nori grow right. into who right. he's become. Right. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, he was difficult. Right. You know what I'm His crew was difficult. I'm right here. Everything cool. around him was difficult. <laughs> I'm going to say it in front of you. I'm going to give you the roses too. I'm fucking with you. But it was wonderful yeah. to see his growth right. because right. it was so much influence from right. Curtis to Mona to myself. Right. So when you see that, right. all that hard work becomes right. worth it. It's like he graduated. Not even graduated. It's like, yeah, because we right. always knew he had it in him. Right. Because sometimes our job is to identify talent before it knows it's talented mm. and to bring that talent out. Right. So, you know, and then when you see it actually happen, it's like when you when you harvest that strain right. Right. and it comes out perfect. Right. You've harvested that right. artist, and now right. look look where they're at. Look what right. they could do. Right. You know what I mean? It's like okay, all right, right. on to the next. He's good over here. Right. On to the next when that means it. Right. Now you you got the you got the best shirt shirt on right now. Woo. One flower at a motherfucking time. Flower at a time, baby. All right, that, is that this logo? Is it the slogan? Nah, it's kind of kind of for us a movement. You know what I'm saying? And just. It, Designed internally for us to, uh, you know, keep it keep it one step at a time, keep right. it grassroots. Because right. obviously the temptation is to be real big. Right. We just want to make sure as we move and grow, we're impactful. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's kind of internally what it means to me. Right. So Marlboro will come tomorrow and say, I want to buy y'all. 
say one flower at a time, or you one saying one flower at a time? Are you saying we selling out? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I think it depends, depends on this, the this, 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 That's not fair to say this, it that this, way. This, this is what I think. I think Marble is not going to give me my value, and oh. it's a compliment if they come or us our value. I mm-hmm. apologize. Mm-hmm. So I would take it as flattering that they're interested, but I would assume that they're not going to give me the most that I can, we can get for what we've uh, built. I think that's not the best way to get where we're trying to go is through Marlboro. And it's funny because, you know, I love Newport's growing right. up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still love Newport's? No, nah, it's terrible. Oh, I can't stand it. I'm just saying. But, I'm with you. I'm you with know, you. that side of things. So right. I, don't, I, don't, I just don't want to be hypocritical. Right. Because that's what, like, um, it seems like, you know, cannabis is headed towards, like, um, <coughs> you know, um, these big tobacco companies that are losing money because people are smoking more marijuana nowadays than they're smoking tobacco and I feel like that's what is that is that factual they're losing money no, I, of that? I have no idea I'm just saying this is in my world oh okay, okay. <laughs> like, in, like I don't I don't know like in real life what I'm saying like in my world is right. I don't have a lot of cigarette smokers I got about two left and our whole crew I think it's Deuce and um, Sunny D and they're like Tyrannosaurus Rexes <laughs> you know what I'm saying um, but everybody else is pretty much they, they moved on James Cruz look at James Cruz smoking a big uh, a cigar I mean not to say that that's even better than a, a cigarette but it's 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 um, it's it's more acceptable almost you know what I'm saying like I, I could be anywhere that you could smoke a cigar smoke in a pool cigar. but if you smoke a cigarette it's like, like like what are you doing still right so um are you guys trying to have uh, products that, uh, like like a Canagar? A, a you know, the beauty is, to be honest, you can put weed in anything. I mean, yeah. I, I think for us, we want to maximize on, on how beneficial it can be for people right. and, 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 and leverage our position and our access to make sure that we, we kind of do that. A friend told me he had a, a, a hair care line product. It's just went many ways. There's the way right. cannabis affected you at 22. Right. There's right. the way it affects you at 42, right? It's right. a different thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of little avenues and lanes. But, I mean, you can put weed in anything. That's that's the beginning. We want right. to kind of make it make sense mm-hmm. and, and kind of perfect our craft as far as how weed can affect your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that's the approach we try to take to it. But the kindergarten, no question. I love weed. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, more, more smoking, the better. More right. consumption, the better. For right. me. Right. It's changed my life, you know? God damn it. God damn it. You ever thought we would be legal, James Cruz? Nah, I mean, to be honest, uh, it's part of the earth. It's a, right. it's a healing flower. Right. You know, and there are so many uses for it that I never thought it was really... The law says it's legal, right. illegal. Mm. But now I never thought that, uh, that it would be this much of a great business for right. young blacks and Latinos to get into mm. and to really benefit from. Mm. But it's also kind of, for me, kind of a double-edged sword to see all the people incarcerated that's, behind That's it. what needs to be addressed. You know, yeah. that's what needs to be dealt with. It's mm. like it's like the cure for the problem. It's like all these brothers incarcerated, mm. you know what I'm saying, for selling Tracy bags when we was young. Yeah, you right. know, and, and now there's a bunch of young black entrepreneurs that are invested in the business, in the cannabis business. I just wish we were more invested in helping those guys out to get them out of jail. And not only to get them out, but also to help them come back into society a certain way. Things have changed. Well, big up to Meek Mill and Kim Kardashian. Big up to Meek for that, Kim. They're actually fighting for that, for like for people. Um, push your and Pusha T? Or you just freestyling right now? No, no, he is. <laughs> he is? Uh, 
I mean, he's, he's not down with Daryl for him. Nah, I, 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 he's I, not I, down with Daryl. He got his own How do y'all feel about that? You what? know what I'm saying? This is a reality we deal with every day. That... I got locked up 17 times from <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. Like, trip off that. <laughs> now it's not legal. No one came to me and said, yo, can people, you... How do you feel about sorry. this? Be sorry. No one said be sorry to me. And it's no black people that own it. It's let me tell you, let me tell you one time I got... This, this, this is how fucked up it was in New York City at one point. One point, the police seen me smoking. I threw this shit. And I'm a good, like, Skelly player. So, like, when I throw the blunt, that shit is gone. It's, I, I cannot find it. The police came and said, I found your blunt. I said, where? Because I wanted to show. And they still locked me up. Like, I'm a good, you know, you ever play Skelly? Skelly, like, that's a foul game. Like, you, like you do. So, I th- listen, I saw the blunt. <laughs> There's no way they found it, and they still locked me up. Nice. From smelling it and having the—that's how bad New York City laws was. And then they legalized it and said you can't participate if you had a marijuana. Com- I mean, exactly. think of just like there, a real there, life. There's a lot of, there's a lot of layers to it yeah. because if you think about it, like the fact that 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 blacks and Latinos are highly incarcerated, the the, the amount of blacks and Latinos that are incarcerated for just small weed offenses. And then you see these big cannabis companies not reflecting that population. And I, and I think there has to be something that balances that out. Because if anything, you need to look at these guys in Carson as pioneers of an industry. Nah, I mean, I think the issue is what are we going to do about it? Like, they're, they're kind of doing it in front of our face. So, you know, Al alluded to the culture. Manap knows the culture better than anybody. What are we going to do? With, with all our influence and power to the fact that they're taking us from us since billions of dollars of stuff. Right. Well, you just so. said something. I mean, I think it's very important that we got to understand all of our culture has been vultured. Right, right but this is, music, this is... I don't, I don't know if you have been seeing... I'm sorry to cut you off. was doing no, that 80 I'm, years I'm sorry ago. to say one and thing. I don't know if you have been noticing the monogram ads. Like, he been taking shots at... Like, he been having mm-hmm. some shit like, my people was arrested, but... It's legal over here. Like he been taking shots, like at the whole government. I don't know if you've been peeping that. Like, uh, nah, as he should. I the, mean, it, it's, it's, it's very hypocritical. But I think it's safe to say there's no way that that anybody is going to be able to compete with these big corporations like a big tobacco company that has these infrastructures. Nobody's going to compete with that. They compete but, with them right now. No, no. Uh, what where, I'm trying where to say you is, get your weed from. You get it from a big tobacco company? I get it they're from not the in it. They're not in so it yet. They're, 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 they're not in it yet. They're not in it yet. They're in the exchanging of They're not in it yet. When they get in it, it's going to be different. What I'm trying to say right. to you is this, is that I think personally, this is my opinion, the equity is the branding side of it. Right. And the branding, to me, we don't. I don't think we put enough value. I mean, we. I think we know that there's a value in branding, but I think that's that's a lot of value that's brought to the table that when these people with these infrastructures get involved... They're gonna need the branding side of it, and that's where everybody—that's where like the cards are being held by the minority factions. I think the branding is everything. I think to have an effective brand, you want control of the supply chain now because you want good weed. You want some, you know. I like—I really smoke, so I want to be able to influence what we're putting out. Under, Why you not smoking now? Under our umbrella, oh, you know. I want to be too out. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. You gotta support your product, brother. You can't say that. Light up, goddamn light up. You want a shot too? I feel like you deserve yeah, a shot. I feel like you deserve a shot, goddamn it. Give this man a shot, man. What, what you want? Tiger bone? Don't do it. No tiger bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had something to watch you say? That's, that's the one. I'll do the tequila. You do the tequila? Yeah. All right, you need a shot glass. All right, cool. But the branding, the branding is everything. 
100%. We 100% support that. And what we're trying to do is facilitate opportunities for brands to kind of solve that problem with the supply chain. And where you from? Chicago. I'm about to say Seattle. We grew up together. I thought, oh, okay. Nah, Chicago. Chicago. No, y'all Chicago dudes. <laughs> y'all want some drill shit in the you know cannabis. All right. I respect that, goddamn. I'm just. Woo! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And CJ got um, weed, right? Whoopty? Whoopty yeah, got weed, right? We, um, um, we dropped. Uh, Zaza? We dropped three strains. Uh, uh-huh. We dropped. Uh, um, and, and I got a PhD in a short amount of time about this business. And right. hats off to you. Because right. I know you've been in front as a pioneer from the beginning. Right. It was a lot. But yeah, we dropped on um, three strains. We dropped um, Whoopty. Uh, right. We dropped Zaza and Blue Cheese. Uh, one's Intica. Let's do, one's, do, uh, do cookies or lemon made? No, it's, through, it's actually through Munchies, which is a minority-owned company out on the West Coast. Um, and our distribution is with cookies. Oh. Um, but it's almost like a necessary branding tool right now where, you know, you don't want the artist to go parking money on a bus down in a, in, in a chain. You want parking money somewhere and invest in future business. Right. And cannabis is a great future business to invest in because it's still growing and it's becoming right. more legal as we go along. Right. You know, I mean, I saw Osuna, you know, one of the biggest Latin artists in the world, you know, just took over Puerto Rico right. with, with the grow and with the, with the retail stores. He's growing uh, in Puerto Rico? He's growing and there'll be retail stores in Puerto Rico with cookies, partnered with cookies. They're legal uh, over there? Yes, the Puerto Rico, yes, nice. yes. So there's this whole new business that, and it's not just in hip hop world, it's also going more into the Latin world. Just like you guys talked about drill before. How many right. Latin artists have drill records now? You know what right. I'm saying? You right. got Fado, you got right. Alfa, you got So it's like the, the culture is, is sh- the time is shortening when people are picking up on what's hot and how to get involved. Mm. Uh, but with CJ, yeah, we definitely did a strain. Um, we learned a lot. Um, and hats off, guys. You guys were there from the beginning. I cannot imagine what it was like before Is that something today. That y- your guys are willing to do, like, like uh, get along, get down with other artists to give them their own strain under y'all umbrella, or it's like, fuck that? I don't know, I'm not concerned. Yeah, we've too. been talking to a bunch of different artists, to be honest, that, are, that fit the right mold of what okay. we're trying to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, we've been having some great conversations. You're going to be seeing some partnerships being announced in the very near future. Okay. Fair enough for me, goddamn. Fair enough for me. Cheese Louise, Papa Cheese. Are we good? Are we good? I think, I think it's like two more questions, man. I think you got one left. What, what I got left? I don't know, fuck. I don't know. Something. Yeah. I do. I want, I'm trying to get in the weed motherfucker business, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let me well. tell you something. I, I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Might as well. Look, the reason why I keep drilling down, no pun intended on drill, mm. on the branding side is I feel that. When this, this thing could go national, it could go international, you know what I'm saying? And then when you have a brand that's just known, you can license, 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 license. So here's what they think. If there's going to be 20 licenses in New York or 30 licenses in New York or whatever, they feel like they can make the brand themselves right. and make a higher margin. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is, you know, it, it, some of this is simple. It, it's you, you want the best product. At the right, end of the right, day. right. And they feel like, the, you know, so that's that's where that just gets tricky. So you have to have control of the supply chain. You got to be able to grow it at the end of the day. That's a lot. I mean, it's black people and it's farming. So for me, you know, it's not the. So do you think thing. that the the cultivation side of it is one of the most important parts for people to get involved in? I think cultivation and branding. Go hand in hand, hand and in that's hand. the most important part of the whole. Is so where does distribution and all of that lie in? Because I feel like you want we we want to be vertically integrated, 
whenever possible because we were in there early, so that's an option. But the way they're doing things, it's not necessarily as much of an option. Right. You know, so distribution is. Is it France next? France? I don't know about France. Y'all see Murder Mountain? They already grows in France. Y'all see Murder Mountain, the documentary? I only saw the first show. They, yeah, they murdering people up there. And where? Like, we ain't up there, though. In Humboldt yeah. County. Yeah, I'm fucking no, Humboldt County. In Cali? It's, yeah. it's a whole different. Every, That's different, Every though. state is different. Shit so. called Murder Mountain, fam. That's different, though. It's not different. It they murdering different. people in the mountain, fam. Yeah. 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 It's With called the weed. With the weed. Like, weed is like cocaine up there, yo. And taking their weed out. Yeah, they said cocaine up there. You got to watch the documentary. I knew, like, when my people said, yo, no, 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 we don't want you to come to Humboldt County with us. I was like, what? Like, look, I've been in the worst hoods in America. Like, just chill. When I watched the documentary, I was like, I don't want to go there. Nah, I, think, I, I, think, I think he said something important. It ain't for everybody. It, it's got, you got to be part of the culture. You got to right. live in the culture. It has like, to be real. It has to be authentic, right? Just like the music. Same thing. Right. It has to be authentic. Right. And that's important because the culture itself has yeah. grown exponentially. That's right. You know what I mean? And it's all mixed. Mm-hmm. It's not about black and brown. It's a mixed culture. That's right. You know, but it's gonna go corporate. That's the thing. It's inevitable. That's what I'm trying to say. Is how do we take advantage of something that it's inevitably gonna go very corporate? You gotta have a brand. You gotta that's have. Right. That's why I keep saying like. You gotta be in it. Like, we, we can't be, be naive to that. You gotta have a great team and you gotta have knowledge. But you said, you said you said something. You said you were like 30 million, right? So who 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 was the people that you went to to uh, raise this money? So it was some of my own money. It's a bunch of ad- ex-athletes or whatever, and then like Solid friends, partners. They're like friends and family. Okay. Mm. None, none of what you want to name. We, had to, we just started getting institutional money. What is institutional? Like public? Yeah, like... Spoffit? Like fund, invested in you? Like funding. Funds. Oh, like, oh, like funding. Yeah, hedge fund. That's the start of it. Uh, yeah. That's the start yeah, of that corporate, yeah. you know what I mean? That's that's what what I, mean. I think I want, I want to drill down the fact that there's billion-dollar companies that are four years old. Mm-hmm. So they, don't have, they, they have a four-year head start, so I get it, but yeah. I'm saying those people aren't as far along right. as you might think they are ahead of the curve. And at the end of the day, it's still selling marijuana, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't want to overcomplicate. What, what has to happen? But, but, it's not, but it's not just. But it's not just. To your point, not just marijuana. It's, it's also oils. It's also edibles. It's you know no, what I mean. Because no, we started in concentrates. Like right. I, I, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's selling cannabis in some way, shape, or form. Fair enough. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, and I think y'all influence the culture like no other. I mean, that's what the the branding thing. I just want when it's monetized, I want us to be in the best position and the strongest position possible. As far as the brand side of things, but I agree with you. The worldwide distribution of a cannabis brand is the, you know, way to go. Are, are, are people even like, all right, you know, with all the states that's going legal, are people even thinking about um, Amsterdam, like overseas, or are people like, fuck Amsterdam? But Amsterdam, I'm asking. I'm just saying. It all started. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. they all, they all came to Denver when Denver first went. Like, they all came really? to Denver, so they were all in Denver trying to figure it out. You no, I, I, did you see a documentary about the seeds? No. What's there the are name seeds that cost a million dollars. What's the name of that company? It's Forest? crazy. They're guys that go the seeds. Oh, Right. There are guys that go to the Amazon to find a certain seed for a certain strain. And the seeds are a million dollars. Like the business is no, so the diverse. Seed is crazy. So the seed itself. Yeah. It's so diverse. I was like, huh? A million dollars for a seed? So and you it doesn't grow? ensure a good crop. Exactly. You're just getting seeds. Good yeah. seeds. You don't know what kind of pheno you're gonna get 
Right. Exactly. Yeah, but I saw you got to grow. Got to be a female seed, right? For it to be planted. You just you say what kind of female seed? Females. Females. Oh, females. Yeah. Oh, that's a big word. I don't know what that. At least that female. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> I, don't oh, think, I don't think it has to be. My bad, I'm saying it's a female. It's a female. Female plant as well. And you said female. But the seed isn't female or male. It's male. It's either or. You want it to be female, then you want it to be dope. Because only females can be pregnant, right? That's true, it's like we come from the same mother and father, but you know, y'all could be brothers and y'all look totally different. Right. So it's the same thing with the phenols or the seeds, right? They come from the same mother and father, but each one grows different. You're going to want to grow, nine times out of 10, you're going to want to grow the one that look like me, not him. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you went there. That's I, a diss. Make sure he's awake. Make sure he's awake. See how that viola hit me. Right, that viola hit me. <laughs> she smell like crippy, to be honest with you. You just love Miami. He just love anything Miami. I'm gonna come out with Crippy. Wait for it. I'm gonna come out with it again. Crippy. Yeah. Crippy. But then what's what's Mr. Lee gonna do? Nothing. He got nothing to do with my Crippy. 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 What do you think Hayes is? It's a strain that we used to sell. Him and Jada Kiss is the last two people on earth that smoke Hayes. So let me ask, what's the real Hayes? Like I. Uh-huh. Where is the real haze? Where was that at? New York where, where City. Where could you get it? I feel That's like it. only New York. I like your question, sir. Yes, sir. Spaghetti like, Eddie. I, I'm trying to figure that out. Spaghetti Eddie. Spaghetti Eddie. Spaghetti Eddie. Spaghetti Eddie. Spaghetti Eddie. That's a million dollar seat. Like, uh, could you imagine if you had a license to sell haze in New York legally? That's spaghetti. Now, this people got haze. I'm gonna be honest. This people got haze, but they don't got the 19 dabla haze. You know, they don't got that haze. But 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 let's be clear. Crippy is haze. It's haze little cousin. It's a mix. It's a mix. It's haze little cousin. I looked it up. It's haze. Made a song about it. It's an OG. It's an OG. Yeah. That's no, true. But I had Everything in Miami specific. at one point they called it Crippy. You remember my my Crippy was very specific with the orange hairs. Man, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Claim me a drug dealer. Talk days. about your brand. Hey yo man. Yo, listen, I don't know if y'all know our show is about giving people their flowers while they're here. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Thank y'all so much for coming out here. We want to big y'all up. You know, uh for everything you're doing because that's what this show is about. It's, it's just bigging up other people. It doesn't take anything away from me to big up what you brothers are doing, to big up what's going on. Uh, James Cruz, thank you for coming out. The Viola team, thank you for coming out. Biggs, thank you for coming Biggs. out. Um, the my G post for uh yeah man so thank you so let's take some pictures do some drops and then yeah, 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 yeah. he's a prophet yo I told you the my G post give me life when I read this thanks for joining us for another episode of Drink Champs hosted by yours truly DJ EFN and NORE please make sure to follow us on all our socials that's at Drink Champs across all platforms at the real Noriega on IG at Noriega on Twitter mine is at who's crazy on IG at DJEFN on Twitter. And most importantly, stay up to date with the latest releases, news, and merch by going to drinkchamps.com. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.